This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we got some trade stuff ahead as we get closer and closer to the deadline. We're going to talk about the outdoor games and why the hell are they having an all-star game same year as an Olympic year. I don't know. Maybe Sean Leahy knows. Face Off Hockey Show, right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. We are here, and it's me there. There's Johnny P there, and Lyle Richardson joins us early and often as it is the time of year that Lyle is the busiest man in the world. So yes, yes, are. the busiest man in the and world. Pat, not Pat. just the most interesting man in the world. No, just, no. <laughs> just the busiest. And away we definitely. Go. Yeah, this is. I told you guys in the email. This is the time of year when I'm when I'm popular. When is the deadline? March. March eighth, ninth, March eighth, tenth, March twentieth, March the eighth, March the eighth. Wow, the a Friday. 8th. Gotta love that. Fr- I know second second year in a row they're running on a Friday. It's like, geez, you know, th- thank you, Gary Bettman. Yeah, I say that with all sincerity. Thank you. That gives you the weekend to recover. It's great. Perfect. I can drink myself into oblivion on a, on a Friday night. You know that's allowable. Whereas when I was doing it on Monday and Tuesday nights to unwind, it was you know that that's that's considered socially unacceptable. They're like Lyle. We got to get you into a program, and then it's like know. it's intervention time. Exactly. That's what we're gonna do. It was inter. It was intervention time when I when I collected a hundred bottles of scotch. It's it's past that now. So. Well, that's what we're. <laughs> you're, it's a shame you're not going to be around for the second hours. We're going to have a intervention with Sean Leahy and Mark with a C, uh-huh. as uh, Sean Leahy is going to confront Mark on his eighteen leg parlays that include junior colleges in the gambling system. Um, <laughs> oh my! Oh my! We're going to yes. talk about gambler. Um, gambler. The uh, yes. the uh, things that come from that, but. Uh, <laughs> One of the bigger, yeah. the one of the bigger newses to come out of this week as we jump right into it. Yarmo Kekalainen, thanks for coming out. Gonski in Columbus. Now, it, timing of this is interesting because it gives John Davidson, who I believe is the interim GM at this point, kind of, kind of de just, facto. Yeah, de facto, essentially. It's just like, listen, you're going to get fired next. We just couldn't fire everybody. Um, we it gives him like very little time to sell off all the access that they have there, and uh, um, it, it, it's just why not do this in December when you guys are tail spinning very harshly and and doing it like that, or when they had the whole Mike Babcock thing, why not just end it there? Mm. But um, yeah. your thoughts on Yarmo's uh, was it was he there for a decade, decade plus? He was there eleven years. Eleven years. He he had the third at the time of his firing. He had been the third. Third longest tenure among active general managers at the time. Wow. Only Doug Armstrong with the Blues and Kevin Sheveldayoff with the Jets have been in the job their jobs longer. 
So yeah, Yarmo was was there for a while, and <clears throat> for a while, uh, he actually had the team heading in the right direction. Uh, under his tenure, they had their their best period of success in franchise history. Four straight playoff appearances. They upset the mighty mighty Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, President's true, and at that time, in a sweep, the no less. For, for most wins, yes, a sweep. A sweep that 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 still ranks as one of the greatest playoff upsets of all time, mm-hmm. um, unquestionably. Even though I'm saying it with a funny voice, it is the truth. And uh, then the following year, we all got to see the satisfaction of them uh, eliminating the Toronto Maple Leafs in the qualifying round of the bubble hockey. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Everyone but then play. after that, um, then they, they the following season, the COVID-shortened season, uh, they had some problems and they parted ways with John Tortorella, their head coach, and that's where things went downhill after that yeah. very rapidly. Plus, uh, they had trouble keeping players. Yeah. Uh, Artemi Panarin said bye-bye. Uh, Sergei Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Seth yeah. Jones was another. Well, Seth Jones, they um, did deal him. As well. They traded him to Chicago because he was a year out from uh, free agency and he wasn't going to resign. Mm-hmm. He told them straight uh, out that he wasn't going to resign, so they traded. So at least they got something right. for, for him. But uh, the other two, they they thought they could resign them, and uh, you know they they even went kind of all in the one and only time uh, that uh, a a Blue Jackets general manager, past or present at that time, had ever gone all in. Remember they traded for Matt Duchesne and a couple other guys, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it helped them get past the first round to eliminate the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. But then after that, they all said thanks. And they left after that, after that playoff. See you later. And they, <laughs> yeah, bye. But it was the uh, the coaching thing. Um, and that's not on Tor- Tortorella. Tortorella is the best damn coach they ever had. Mm-hmm. But that one year coming in, in that, that COVID-shortened season, and they decided, ah, it's not working. Let's get rid of them. And they've been floundering ever since. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I was – like like all of you guys, I was surprised that they didn't uh, give him the axe back with that whole uh, Mike Babcock fiasco. But uh, ownership gave him enough rope that he could either save himself or hang himself. And boy, howdy, did they ever hang themselves because they're at the bottom, the bottom of the Eastern Conference standings. Um, and as but as far as uh, selling off all the assets, yeah, that's not happening. Um, Boone Jenner, lots of teams would love to get their, their, their grubby little mitts on Boone Jenner. They've already said that he's not being traded and Jenner does not want to be traded. Hey, ho, there you go. A guy who wants to stay in Columbus. (laughs) There you go. Um, you know, what's the old adage of, of the reason why is his stuff's there. Yeah. So yeah, Yeah, I'd have to move my stuff. My kids are in school. My wife likes it here, you know? Uh, but no, he wants to stay. And they do, and to Kekalainen's credit, they do have a very promising core of young talent, led by Adam Fantilli, mm-hmm. currently sidelined right now, but another very, very promising young player. Um, but I'm concerned about how they're developing that talent. I really am. Uh, you look at guys like Cole Sillinger, you look at guys like Kent Johnson, you look at David Yerichek, mm-hmm. right? And you wonder what's going wrong with these kids because they come in with so much promise and they're struggling. Or at least in in the eyes of the Blue Jackets, they're struggling. Yurichek was not happy about being sent down to the Cleveland Monsters mm-hmm. middle of last month and, and made no bones about it. No, now, he, he voiced his displeasure loud and clear. Oh, big time. 
And that, that got all the eyes and ears perked up in the rumor mill. They're just like, what, what, what? <laughs> you know? uh, and why not? This, this kid, 20 years old, but he has got plenty of potential to be a top four, or hell, a top pairing defenseman, me the number one guy even. He's got that kind of talent. But he said, I, have, I can play in the NHL right now. Well, you know, basically, why am I back here you know, on the farm? You know, but to his credit, he sucked it up and he's been playing well for them down on the farm. But again, it just. But and, he's also not wrong. Like, Nemich wasn't he was a uh, he was drafted right around the same as um, Nemich, right? Nemich, yeah. the defenseman for the mm-hmm. Devils, who on a much better team is getting a lot of playing time in the on the NHL. Yeah, squad. Well, to be fair, the reason why he's getting that playing time is because uh, Dougie Hamilton's out for the season. You know, right? But, but, on the but even jackets, so, he's got to be better than two defensemen uh, yeah. that is currently playing in the NHL. He's right not now. wrong. He, he is yeah. very, he's very exactly. good. <laughs> exactly. No, no. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but that's that's the uh, uh, the big concern for me. Uh, as for you know, now Kekalainen got the got got the chop because this is the fourth straight year they're missing the playoffs. They're regressing. They're not progressing. So, but to me, it all comes down to player development and the coaching thing. The coaching thing, big time. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't been the same since they since they gave torch the heave ho. Who surprise surprise turns up with the Philadelphia Flyers and look where they are. Playoff bound, baby. They're making earmuffs for their mascot. Uh, it's yes, in a nice little. That was a fantastic are. video. Nice celebratory promo, yeah. earmuffs for their mascot because they are. They've been holding on to third place in the Metropolitan for the last two months. Yeah, they're they're going playoff bound, baby. Yeah. and I think you're going to see kind of a. Even though Daniel Breer, their general manager, as we do a quick sideways step to the flyers here even though daniel Breer keeps saying no no i'm keeping the long view here you know if the market dictates i'll move guys like sean walker i might move somebody like scott lawton i will be very surprised right now i mean I'm, you know if if they take a if they go on a big losing skid over the next two weeks leading up to the deadline okay that would lend more credence to the whole thing oh they could be sellers they, they if they're still holding on comfortably in third place in the met in two weeks time they're not trading away anybody. Yeah, they're going to make a run. They're going to make a like, yeah, they won't make a Stanley Cup run, but they'll make a run for the playoffs because that's what their fans want. But more importantly, that's what ownership wants. Well, you got to get your feet wet somehow, right? So even oh, if it's hell a, yeah, even if the yeah. first round, it's one of those deals where it's like you didn't. No one thought we were going to be in the first round any, anyway. So we're playing with they, house money. Yeah, they were not. Exp- nobody picked them to make the playoffs this year. And yet here they are, unless they they t- and and they're doing it with their starting goaltender gone. Yeah, Carter uh-huh. Hart and that whole we won't go dredging all of that up again. But yeah, Carter Hart with that whole 2018 uh, World Junior uh, you know sexual assault trials that are going to be starting in the spring. He's all wrapped up in that. And and when they lost Carter Hart, I thought, oh boy, they're in trouble now. And yeah, they stumbled a bit before the All-Star break, and they have since recovered nicely, mm. you know, winning five of six. So they're doing just fine. Yeah, no, they, they are they're on the – they are the other end, the anti-Blue Jackets, as They are were. the anti-Blue Jackets, exactly. Because they yeah. actually Exceeding have – Exceeding expectations. They have prospects who are turning out, where you look at the Blue Jackets, and Trey, Trey Fix-Wolanski seems to be the next big thing for the last six years. Um, but he's <laughs> still, stuck in, still stuck in Cleveland. Um, long, I'm, I'm looking up and down their prospect sheet for their non-roster. Mm. Boy, it's uh, who's who of who cares mm. in this one. I mean, you have you have Yurashek, 
and then that's about it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Fitz, Fitzwilanski has been there for years. Goaltending. Yeah, that's been interesting. Tarasov is the guy they're putting all their hopes, pinning their hopes on to now. Oh, yeah. You know. In a big but, way. Uh, listen, Mershlishkins could also uh, play well for them, too, if they actually improve the defense. Yeah. No, Jesus. Uh... I don't yeah. know. What are you saying, Lyle? D- Naaman Severinsen and Ivan Provorov ain't aren't going to do it for you? <laughs> they don't do it for uh, me? Uh, uh, yeah. A Jake Bean-Adam Boquist pairing? Not, not a fan? No? Okay. Let, let's just say they haven't been the same since they lost their workhorse to Chicago yeah. three years ago. Well, yeah. And even Seth Jones hasn't been the same since he, no. since he, since he left the guiding light of, of uh, John Tortorella. Yeah. So, yeah. God. Imagine Seth Jones on Philly. My goodness, that'd be something. Uh, mm. uh, speaking of teams at a dilemma at the dead deadline, um, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh boy, they have okay. some uh, decisions to make, especially now Jake Gensel out for four weeks throws a little wrench into that situation, especially when his name has been amongst trade rumors for there. And Duke, Kyle Dubas acknowledging that uh, something's going to happen. He says, feel out of respect for the group here. What we've accomplished, I'm trying to be as patient as possible and give the group time. And I've outlined that to them to show that we can really make a push and make a run at it. I like fairy tales too, Kyle. Um, and as we've continued <laughs> to stay level or drop, we look up today at the standings, and it's a daunting task. Uh, he's been fielding questions about non-core players. Boy, how much of a swing in uh, a swing in rosters can we see the Penguins at the deadline? Well, um, Riley Smith, they're going to try and move him out for sure. Mm-hmm. He's got a year left on his contract. He's not a free agent, and I think he would attract attention. I mean, hell, he played. You know, he won a Stanley Cup with the the Golden Knights last year and was one of their most reliable players. And don't be surprised if the Golden Knights do try and bring him back. Yeah. They didn't mm-hmm. want to trade him, but they had to because they need to free up cap space. So that's well, why they have a lot of cap space now. Oh, they do now. Oh, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get to that, right, Scotty? <laughs> I have no idea. I woke up and just threw something together. Oh, so okay. We will okay. let you guide on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, Maybe, uh, Johnny, you can bring that up again yes, once we're done. Now. Once we're done saying our requiem for the Pittsburgh Penguins, we, we, we gave them a bit of one last week along with the Capitals. Mm-hmm. For that whole era of the Capitals Penguins, but yeah, they're they are not making the playoffs. Kyle Dubas was saying this a month ago before the All Star break. Well, we'll see where we are, you know. After the All Star break, you know, we'll see where they are. Well, we're over two weeks past the All Star. Well, we'll see where we are when we get close to the trip. No, 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 guys. He, I'm trying to figure out where that. we are, guys. Jesus, stop hassling yeah. me. The problem is, is that team. This that guy team, doesn't have a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, publicly, yeah, he's you know he's trying to to be as sound like well, I'm trying to give these guys as much time. He already knows, he already knows this team is out of runway. This team is too old. Most of the core guys, except for, I mean, yeah, Crosby's old too, but at least Crosby's playing like he's half his age. Everybody else is playing like they are their age. This is an old team, <laughs> old players. It ain't happening. I mean, it's not it's not that they're not trying. Every every Penguins game that I've seen, the effort, like the the desire is there, the effort is there. It's just those old legs aren't moving like they used to anymore for a lot of these guys. So, and Gensel, I mean, uh, Dubas said today that, you know, depending on the market, he could be traded. 
he could be on the move by the trade deadline. And that injury evidently isn't going to be a hit. And I don't think it will because, yeah, he's out for four weeks. Um, there's still going to be a lot of interest in him. We mm. all know what Jake Gensel's capable. This isn't something like a shoulder. I heard it was like a, a busted finger or something. They've been very mysterious about it. It's upper body injury, but I, I heard it was a, an injured an injured finger or something like that. Yeah. I could be wrong, but that's what I heard. But anyway, if it's not something, you know, like a separated shoulder or something like that where you'd go, eh, I don't know, that could really affect his performance in the playoffs, there'll be teams that'll be coming after him. Yeah. And I think you might see maybe they might put some conditions onto the draft picks if there's a concern about the injury, Right. But, I mean, he's going to be back in action, like, within a week after the trade deadline. That's when he's slated to return. So, yeah, I, I would not be surprised to see him traded. Now, you mentioned the Golden Knights. I had to look this up, and then I see this headline. How the Vegas Golden Knights are ready to circumvent the cap again and why <laughs> the Canucks can't do the same. This is uh, Jack Eichel going yep. to LTIR, which stands for Johnny. Um, lower time in reverse. Yep, lower time in reverse. <laughs> and they were backing up the money truck to see if they can get a free, a prominent possible free agent in mm -hmm. the midst. Boy, mm -hmm. howdy! You gotta love that LTIR. Um, and boy, boy. howdy! They hey 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 anybody can use it. It's perfectly exactly. legal. And. They had their chance to get rid of that or put conditions on it or prevent teams from, from doing this sort of shenanigans, and they didn't bother. So any general manager who's upset about this or any team president who's upset about this, tough shit. You had your chance. You guys said, no, nah, it's fine. Uh, we're fine. It's good. It's good. Don't worry about it. It'll Listen, it benefits one team one year. Next year, it could benefit us, right? It, so. It's a proven success. For yes, most it times, is. it's been used dating yes, back to Patty Kane in twenty was it twenty fifteen or twenty twenty fifteen? Yes, yeah. the broken collarbone in twenty fifteen. And remember, the injuries are legitimate. Yes, the injuries are legitimate. Yep. And you have to be able to prove that this player is going to be sidelined. Now, could the doctor team doctors say well? But you're talking about the outside, mm -hmm. right? Yep. 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 And as long as, the, you know, the good people at NHL headquarters look at the uh, prognosis. Prognosis? Is that what they call it? Yeah. That's that's the, whatever. Well, yeah, if they look, yeah. <laughs> if they look at, if they look at the, the timeline for recovery and they go, yeah, that, that's about, that looks right. It's golden. You can't do anything about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. That is, so that is prognosis, by the way. That, that, that we prognosis. Have yes, it is prognosis. Yes, yes. correct. Yes, uh -huh. yes, it was prognosis. Yeah. I was That's correct. That's weird. Yay! He's out but, six to eight weeks because he needs to have a bowler replaced. Weird. It's dental work. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, That's something, eh? Yeah, you know, when I had, you know, when I had my, uh, I remember when I had my wisdom teeth pulled, I was laid up for six weeks. Wait. No, I was in basic training, and oh. they just shoved cotton balls in my mouth and said, back out marching, kid. But that's so, the arm. Yeah. That's the Navy. That's, yeah. That's different that, that's circumstances. He'll be out until at least the playoffs. He needs a crown. 
Yep. Yes, he needs yeah. A if he's he's got to get that root canal. Come on now, that's that. Yeah, come on now. That's dead another daddy. two weeks at least. Oh yeah. God, easily, easily. That's for anesthesia I, I alone. Saw, <laughs> I saw on Twitter today somebody just some random person's reaction is if they use this to circumvent the cap again, I swear I'm going to scream. I love it. I love like, it. Enjoy the void. Yeah. Scream into the void. Your your voices will be joined by thousands of others, I'm sure. Yep. But there you are. There you are. It's completely legal, ladies and gentlemen. Completely legal, kids. Now, will they do something to address this? And believe it or not, two and a half years' time when this CBA is written. Ah, don't kid yourself. Of course they won't. No. I got no. Because they, they like Stop this. Yeah. Yes, they do. Because every, every team owner and every general manager uh, uh, understands one year wink, it wink. will benefit you. <laughs> yep. One year that wheel will turn and it will benefit you. So, I mean, and and I said this when when uh, the whole Kucherov thing happened, right? Three years ago, you know, and people it was all upset. I was like, yes, but notice how the wheel turned because the whole Patty Kane thing happened in the 2015 playoffs. Who did the Chicago Blackhawks face in the 2015 Stanley Cup Final? The Tampa Bay Lightning. Amazing. Fast forward six years, and it benefited who? The Tampa Bay Lightning. Man. Mwah. There's your karma, ladies and gentlemen. Karma in the NHL at work. It's a beautiful thing. LTIR, baby. Yep. Long time injury reservation. <laughs> Just uh, put your feet up. Relax. Relax. We got this until the playoffs. Don't get too fat now. Exactly. Don't get too out of shape. Get but this, get this be ready. Going, baby. Just relax. It's Just, all good. He's like, uh, he's like running at midnight so that people don't see him. <laughs> we need you at like Phil Kessel. And not call fraud. We need we need Phil Kessel, not Keith Kachuk. So keep that yeah, in mind exactly. while you're chilling out. Exactly. We want, yeah, we want Phil Kessel shape, not, not Keith exactly. Kachuk post lockout shape. Keith Kachuk can roll you down the stairs, look like Big Chungus. Um... Noah Hannafin is one of the big names that is out there. The Flames want to resign him. He's kind of on the fence. Uh, what updates do we have on Mr. Hannafin there? Well, the, the, it, there hasn't been anything definitive yet, at least from what I read before I popped on the show here with you guys. There hasn't been anything definitive yet as to whether or not he's going to resign or not with the Flames, but the reports are that the belief is is that he's heading to market this summer, which means if that's the case, the Flames have no choice but to trade him for the best possible return by the March 8 deadline. And that will they will definitely get a, a terrific return for him because he will immediately become the top defenseman in the market. Mm -hmm. And there will be a lot of contenders that will be falling all over themselves trying to outbid each other to get him because he's a very good all-round defenseman, 27 years old, in his prime of his career. Um, and some teams may even want to try and, uh, you know, do the whole sign and trade thing too. Mm -hmm. So there, there is that, um, eight team, no trade clause there. It's not all full of Canadian teams. Like everybody thought, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, it's not, it, it's not seven Canadian teams and the, uh, Arizona coyotes. Um, which is funny because the Coyotes actually uh, talked to the Flames about him earlier this season. So maybe maybe he wouldn't mind going to Arizona where the weather's nice. Who knows? Anyway, mm -hmm. where it's nice in the wintertime. Anyway, have you seen winters in Calgary when the Chinook isn't around? Yeah. Boy, has Scotty. Yeah. Yes, and so have yeah. I. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, yeah, there are, you know, there are some Canadian teams he would probably agree to go to. I'm guessing Toronto, of course. But um, the, the thought is, is that it, he's going to be heading to an American-based team. And I, Chris Johnson at TSN mentioned the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hello, how could they afford him? Because Mikhail Sergachev is out for the rest of the regular season um, with a very, very nasty leg injury, kind of along the lines of the one I had years ago. So when they say, yeah, he may not be back until middle May, I'm like, yep, that's right. When you fracture your, your tibia and fibula in two places, yeah, you're laid up for about four to five months. So there you go. Uh, so anyway, that's where we are with that. Personally, I think, I think, I think Hannafin's going to be traded. Now, whether it's to the Lightning remains to be seen. The Boston Bruins would love to get him. Don Sweeney, their general manager, has coveted this kid since the draft, when the, his draft year. Uh, but I, they don't have the cap space, and, the, and they really don't have the trade assets, you know, uh, because the Flames are going to want that. That discussion starts with a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. And then it's, okay, what are we going to include along with that first round pick? you got to figure there's going to be two other pieces in there. And one of them has to be either high-quality prospect or good young NHL player, you know? So now that's what I say, and that's, that's what the consensus seems to be right now. How many times have we seen these players get moved for less when the deadline day rules around because, uh-oh, you know, we're, we're getting up to within an hour and uh, it's musical chairs and we're running yeah. out of chairs. Yeah, but... Right now, that's that's what the asking price is, and uh, but yeah, I I think he's gone. He's going to be moved along with Chris Tanev. They'll they'll both be gone by the trade deadline. They will be out of here finally. Yep. Get the hell out of my, get the hell out of my office. <sighs> Excuse uh, me, by the way, yeah. I've been battling a head cold all week. Oh so. Jesus! The one I had last week, I was doing fine. Mm-hmm. By last weekend, and then it rebounded on me on Monday. So oh, bear boy. with me. Oh, anyway, there we like go. Charles Barkley. Exactly. Yeah. Round mound to rebound. Yeah. Exactly. Shut Charles up. Barkley of colds. Carl, Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. Oh boy, this one really dunked on me. It was. It's worse the second time around. This bad boy. Big one like a keem. Uh, what the hell was I gonna talk? Oh, there's a oh, man. Talk about a bait and switch. Oh. So, all the Ottawa <clears throat> Senator reporters get this email. A major announcement coming about the Ottawa in the Ottawa area. Everyone's like, ah. Yeah. Arena. They got the arena. They got the arena. Everyone's horny for this arena. Indoor lacrosse team. So. <laughs> I know, right? That was the biggest. <laughs> holy oh, shit man. of the. <laughs> I love somewhere, it. Somewhere, Eugene Melnick is sitting there with his feet up going, Mwah. Yeah, master- couldn't have done it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> A masterful uh, bait and oh, switch by them. Brilliant. My God. Brilliant. Michael Anlauer channeling his inner Eugene Melnick. There we are. Yeah. My God. Oh, Arena. Yeah. Coming to that, come look, lacrosse, yeah. lacrosse. It's like it's... I think maybe I think maybe that's the, I think no, I don't think this is bait and switch. I think this is just more misdirection because I think this whole arena thing is taking a lot longer, and he's getting tired of people talking about oh, the arena. Yeah. So to distract everybody for a few days, because of course the team's not going to make the playoffs, so he can't get them excited about that. Look, lacrosse, lacrosse is back in the nation's capital, everybody. Yep. And no, and nothing against lacrosse. I love lacrosse. Sure. God, it's a, Fun sport, yes. Fun to play, fun to what? Well, not fun when you get whacked across the knuckles. Sure. With goddamn, you know. But still, fun sport, fun. Yeah. But not new arena though. 
Again, lovely bait and switch, though. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good work. Good work that they did that there. Uh, an, oh, yeah. Another, another situation going on that uh, we got uh, uh, Tillman Fertitta saying that the uh, that hockey is a vessel to boost the downtown Houston economy. So Interesting. Uh, oh. He talked to Bloomberg on Wednesday. Bloomberg. Uh, we're talking to the NHL, but it's got to be good for both of us, Fertitta told uh, Bloomberg. Uh, we just know that when there's a concert downtown, how it activates downtown. We know what the Astros do for downtown. What we know, or we know what even soccer does for downtown. So obviously, hockey will have that same effect for downtown. Okay, so there are the knowns. Mm-hmm. There are the known knowns, mm-hmm. and then there's the unknown knowns, and hockey would fall into the unknown knowns. Exactly. It's like no, the, he just made it. In, in the immortal words of of Donald Rumsfeld, there's the knowns, there's the no, there's the known knowns, and the known un, and the unknown knowns. So hockey falls into the unknown knowns. Well, it seems they're kind of getting trying to get some. Uh, I did appreciate how they added even soccer. Yeah, even well. yeah, even yeah, soccer. Yeah, Crazy yeah. how that even, works. Even that 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 sport that that Ted Lasso show does. Yes, that yeah. does good too. Well, you kick yeah. the, you kick the ball like an idiot. What are they doing yeah. here? Even soccer. Who wants to watch that in Houston, Texas? <laughs> exactly. In God, what are we a border state anyway? God. Uh, it sounds so, like Guy Caballero on SCTV. <laughs> if you don't watch my show, here's what's in store for you. Sucker. Hours and hours of sucker. <laughs> uh, last October, Res- uh, Rockets president of the uh, business operations, Gretchen Schur, told the Houston Chronicle, the ongoing renovations at Toyota Center include making sure it's hockey ready with an ice machine needed to become an NHL venue. So... Houston, Houston has been very quiet in the in the front after the big burst in uh, 2017 and a little a couple of years beyond. I mean, everyone else mm-hmm. gotten uh, ready for other things with Seattle coming in and of course Salt Lake doing their dang thing. Um, but man, Houston looks like they're back in the fold, baby. Mm, well, and all it took was Salt Lake City saying, "We want a team. We want a team now too. We want a team." And Atlanta. Saying eight, you know, Atlanta eight, just yeah. breaking ground on an arena, just say we're not I know. doing and, a Kansas and City, and we're just going to break people, ground in this arena and hope someone comes in. And you know, this is the thing with, with Atlanta: when they put a team there, and they will, oh yes, oh, yeah, they, so will. they will. <laughs> Hockey will be back in Atlanta within the next ten years. Thank Mark God. my words, Thank and I'm God. being very generous when I say ten years. Yeah. People in Quebec City are going to lose their motherfucking minds. Oh yeah, no, God, God willing, yeah. God, and really. <laughs> listen, I don't. And again, and again, I don't blame them for being very, very pissed off that they're being bypassed all the time. Um, I mean, they can is, build a new arena. They already did. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Wrong place, wrong time, baby. Unfortunately, Winnipeg got the jump on them, and they got the old Atlanta fr- franchise just because. It was right place, right time for them because the Thrasher's ownership at the time went tits up and they were just like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? OK, Winnipeg. There there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Begrudgingly, Quebec they gave City. them the keys to the city. Yeah. Quebec City was I don't even think the uh, the video Trump drone was ready in Quebec I City. I do at not that think point. so either. No, I think I it was a few years was, later. I, yeah, they, it was in the planning stages, I think, at that point. But it wasn't built yet or ground. That, I don't was, that was 20. 2011. 2011, yeah. 2015 it opened. Yeah, I thought so. so. Yeah, so it was in the planning stage or they were getting ready to break ground on it. But yeah, it was just 
<clears throat> just yeah. But the NHL uh, honestly doesn't want to go to Quebec City. No. God no. Jeremy Jacobs made that very clear a few years ago. He said the quiet part out loud. He, he said, basically fuck them said Frenchy the pricks. Uh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, you oh. got to say it in a Boston accent. Hey, there's Sully. Yeah. Fuck them Boston pricks there. Oh, wait, no, that was me. My Ciao, 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 To be fair, Jeremy Jacobs probably did say fuck those Boston pricks as well. Uh, and then, then he went to Quebec City. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> But uh, honest to God, they, they don't want to go there because that market would be would be even smaller in Quebec than uh, Quebec in Winnipeg's. Yeah. So mm. they don't go there. Hey, Mark. Oh, what's up, Lyle? What, hey, early. look at me with the run in. Yeah. Not Lyle this time. I know. Yeah. Hot tub. Here we are. There yes. Go. Over the top rope comes Mark. Nice. Uh, but yeah, but no, uh, the NHL doesn't want to go to Quebec city. And unless a, a, a franchise suddenly does a, a thrashers ownership thing and, and collapses and they need a, a quick place to move a team right away, it, it's just not going to happen. I, unfortunately, I would love to see the battle of Quebec renewed. I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. That was, that was the most intense rivalry I have ever lived through with my team. It was unbelievably vicious and nasty, and I loved every minute of it. But you're never going to see it again, unfortunately. Uh, Bettman said at the All-Star Game, not actively engaging in the process, but received interest from Houston, Atlanta, Salt Lake <laughs> City. Salt Lake City. Two other teams, two other areas. Can you guess the two other areas, Johnny? Two more. Two more. Two more. Uh, may I ask, are they in North America or just restricted to one country? Uh, it's, it's United States-based. Uh, I thought so. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Johnny? Oh. I, two I just didn't want us to waste our time saying Quebec City, yeah. Saskatchewan, Hamilton. Yeah, right. I have, I have no idea who else would want hockey teams in the United States. All right, Mark? Mm. You Nebraska? say two states or two cities? Two cities. I'm going to go Kansas City. Now that's one. Hey, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Ring yourself. And Houston. Up. No, we already said Houston. We already oh. said Houston. Houston is. Dang. Houston, Atlanta, Kansas City, Salt Lake City, and one more city, Lyle. Portland. Nope, not Portland. Oh. Johnny back around the Swing and a miss. Another city? Yeah. New uh, York City. No, no. Get a rope. Uh <laughs> The uh, Bettman described uh, Salt Lake City as the most aggressive suitor, which was odd because they're Mormon. Uh, mm. Mark, one time around, your uh, last I mean, city? Mormons are fairly aggressive, just That's not true. in the way that you're They're passive-aggressive. Yeah, it's yes. very Midwestern out there in the West Coast. Um, uh, I'm going to go with... <laughs> I'm going to go with a... Like a Boise. Oh, no, no Boise. We love the blue ice, but no Boise. Lyle, last, uh, last kick at the can. Oh boy, um, Hartford? Not Hartford. Damn. A former WHA city, though. Ooh. Cincinnati. Wow, uh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. from Bettman, of course. I don't know how true it is. Um, yeah. Can Ohio really support two too, teams? Let's be two mediocre okay. squads. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. They supported the Bengals and Browns for so many years, so I think they can. Yeah. They have two uh, baseball teams. They do. That's true. Two mediocre baseball teams as well. The Guardians and the uh, the Red Stockings. Uh, Lyle, let's play a little game. Sure. It's called, um, oh, don't tell me you ignore. No, you guys got rid of it, you fucks. That's uh, a weird I game. I love that game. game. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting <laughs> game. It's an odd, it's an odd game. Up. Oh, no, here it is. Found it. Okay. Um, 
It's brought to you by uh, Josh Wagman, his uh, grocery store chain. <laughs> buy, sell, or sit. Buy, sell, or sit. You can buy. These are teams. I'll give you teams. Okay. Um, And you tell me if they're going to buy, if they're going to sell, if they should buy, if they should sell, or if they should just sit this one out and not do anything. Okie dokie. Detroit Red Wings. Buy. Buy. Mark and Johnny? Mark, Red Wings? Buy. I'm buying into the Red Wings as well. Johnny? Yeah. Yep, second, I think that they're ready. Second in the wild card spot. He says buy, but also buy with term. Get some term on there. Get mm, a little term on like your a, Was that an additional tier we didn't know about? Yeah, I didn't know about it either. Uh, it's it's buy with term, probably talking. Are they talking about buying in the the, 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 the trade deadline, buying <clears throat> teams, players with term, or just do you buy oh or sell that they're going to make the playoffs? Uh, the buy and then are get the Red get Wings a year and elite two. teams with tier? Is, is, uh, are, are the Red Wings Joe Flacco? Um, or is this a bargain basement situation? Could be a bargain basement, but they're talking big names. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Uh, Nashville Predators. Buy, sell, sit. Mm. Tough one because, of course, the, the whole yeah. – you, know, you don't know what the hell's going to happen. That's Central Division. There's, yeah, they're still jockeying for, for a wild card spot. They're right in there. Yeah. I, think the, I think they'll sit. Johnny? Kind of ride it out and see what I was going to go sit, too, but I also think that this is Barry Trotz's first trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And he it might want to he might want to make a move that, you know, gets fans excited. No, I pushes idea. them over. So the, puts, puts I'm, I'm going to go buy. Go buy. Mark, what go. do you say? I'm selling the Predators. Yep. Selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, sell yeah. is what Josh. They're, they're going the wrong way, Wiggins. even though they're, they're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think they're going the wrong way. Uh, Wegman says the new regime in Nashville clearly has a long-term vision. Hey, Sean Leahy. Yay, so it's uh, the best to sell off expiring <laughs> assets, considering even Predators did. if the Predators did make the playoffs, their first-round matchup will be a daunting one. So sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. Sean Leahy, we're uh, doing a thing from your uh, side job at the score. Um, <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about that one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's called buy, sell, sit. Do you buy the team? Uh, th- does this team buy at the deadline? Do they sell the deadline? And you just sit with this one out. Uh, we'll go with the New Jersey Devils. New Jersey Devils buy, sell, sit, Sean Leahy. <clears throat> They've got a buy. Yeah. Obviously, they need a goalie. And, you know, if you're if you're the Devils and you, you had that, that big season last year, you cannot take that big of a step back this year to sell you, yep. you you you're in a spot. You're only a couple points out of a wild card spot. There's an in between spot though. Was that is that like the the Springfield mystery spot where Ozzy yeah. Smith still resides? Yeah, exactly. He's just, <laughs> yes. just barreling down. <laughs> but but obviously the goaltending has been just a big disappointment this year, and a huge disappointment. And you don't want to waste that momentum you have with the way they're kind of been trending upward, and and take a step back and miss a year, especially how close they are. Like I said, they're four points behind the Red Wings. You add a goaltender, you can make up the ground. Maybe you make a make a case to overtake the Flyers from that third spot. And you know the Rangers and Hurricanes are probably a little too far at this point, but you at least want to get yourself in and, and prime with a with a good roster and, and a good defensive setup to give you a chance in the first round to try and make a run. Lyle buy sell sit. Oh, I'm I'm with uh, Sean on this one. I mean, you know, you, you've got Dougie Hamilton on LTIR, so that frees up over nine mil. If you're not using that to improve your team what are you doing then you know yeah, why are we even here what yeah, why are we even wasting our time yeah uh johnny buy sell sit 
I'm going by, but only if they buy Jacob Markstrom because I got picked him up on my fantasy team. Good there you go. Good pick. There you go. Mark, buy, sell, sit. Similar. I'm going by, but only if they trade for Darcy Kemper. Okay. <laughs> That's perfect. That's a good... Good they good are, feel I'll too. tell you though, they they're 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 revisiting those efforts to try and get Markstrom. Mm-hmm. The whole thing on that hinges on salary retention. Yeah. Though, yeah, yeah. But they're they they haven't given up on trying to get Markstrom. We now go to the guy who is no fun and Lou Lamarillo, who did not let any <laughs> of his players dress up for the stadium series, even though everyone else did. And he's just <laughs> a, and and it bit him in the ass as they lost a uh, wild one in overtime. Holy hell, that was a game. Yes. The Islanders. Boy, was that a game? Both those games were pretty. Yeah, um, I think I think we've reached the point where the outdoor ice is too good. It's too good now. We can't have this anymore. Definitely better than the ice at MSG. Holy shit! Oh god, the most <laughs> overrated arena ever. Fight well, they got stuff it. at MSG like every single night. You got the circus, you got concerts, you got hockey, you got basketball. Exactly, like, it ruins that the ice. ice. Is no chance. It's like Staples Center. The ice is no chance of being anywhere in their top quality compared to the rest of the league. Yeah, but uh, Islanders buy sell sit Sean Leahy, your hometown team. Yeah, they um, they I, to me they they have to buy for not just because they're close to <clears throat> playoff spots. They're, they're, I think they're tied with the Devils or right near the Devils from the same points. Because this is a this is an older roster, and you know yes, a bunch. I mean, most of the team is in the 30s. Even Matthew Matt Barzell's 26, 27. He's not getting any younger. You need to you know add where you can. You know, you're, you're setting goal. Defense has been you know. Pretty pretty well. You, you obviously got Noah Dobson, guys like that. Um, and up front, though, kills the shits this year. Though. Yeah, <laughs> except when they're playing the Penguins last night, which I'm sure we'll talk about <laughs> later. <laughs> um, yeah, the PK has been bad, but like I said, the the forward group is just they're older guys. The guys have been around the team for forever. Anders Lee, Brock Nelson, you know, Kyle Palmieri's been around a while. I mean, Zekas. You need to. I think you need to add a little bit more scoring. Especially to because Ilya Sorokin is not going to be playing lights out every night, as we saw on on Sunday at uh, at MetLife Stadium. So if they could just kind of bulk up a little bit on offense, add a score or two, um, I think I think that's their biggest need right now. And obviously, like Lyle mentioned, fixing the penalty kill. But I guess give Patrick Wall some time and and his his staff and see if they can uh, cook up. Uh, Lyle by by Celsit. Oh yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm in agreement again. Two in a row with Sean here. Yeah, God, that's definitely right. smart. What are you doing? Yes, I know. Look, check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but you're right. And I mean, scoring's been the, the big thing. I mean, you know, Brock Nelson, bless his heart. I mean, he's playing he's playing terrific, but he's in his early 30s. You know, Anders Lee is you sadly he's he's starting to tail off now. Um, you know, Barzal's in his prime, but he needs help there. I mean, you know, Horvat. You know, does help, but they they still need they still need some additional scoring punch there. So yeah, Mark buy sell sit. Just going based on uh, as Leahy pointed out, the age of the roster. Uh, yeah. You're gonna I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna uh, let Patrick Waugh do what he does with the rest of the season with this team. See how far they can make it in the playoffs, and then let him make roster decisions if he's you know, involved in those things in the off season and try and maybe go for one more, get a little younger in the off season and, uh, and go from there. Johnny, buy, sell, sit. Yeah. I was kind of thinking the same thing that I don't really want to bring new players into the team unless they're people that Patrick Waugh thinks are long-term players for him because 
Wah is definitely a guy that is going to find the players he wants on his team, yeah. one way or another. So uh, Wegman says, sits. The Islanders should ride out the rest of the season with go. the current group. Hope they make the playoffs and free up cap space in the offseason. <laughs> I, I did not read this article. I, I, I promise you, I didn't do any research. No, no. <laughs> you know that. It, it's, yeah, absolutely. No, Christ. Uh, unless it's an 18-leg parlay in Juco, you're not doing any research. <laughs> unless the, ranch, research unless the Rancho either. Cucamonga Quake are playing this weekend. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're fine. I don't, I don't research. do any research for those either. <laughs> uh, this one should be a layup. Philadelphia Flyers buy, sell, sit, Lyle. Uh, honestly, I say sit. All right. Perfect. I say sit on this one. Uh, they've got a good thing going here right now. Uh, they don't want to. They don't want to buy any. If if they're going to buy, they're going to want players with term on a contract. They don't want. You know, Breer doesn't want Rentals because he's still thinking long term, right? And I know people are thinking, as we discussed earlier, they were they were talking about, well, you know, they could be sellers. They could be sellers. Well, yeah, that was the game plan until the team actually held on. Have been sitting in third place in the Metro Division since the middle of December. So, you know, the, the, I think the, the game plan's changed a bit here. Buy if you can get somebody you can bring in who can help you beyond this season, who can play, who can perform well under Tortorella's system. Otherwise, you got a good thing going here now. Sit. Sit. Uh, Make a push for the playoffs. Sean Leahy? Yes. Uh, this they're is a tough one. Cause, yeah, because, like, they're, they're obviously, you want to say overachieving? Sure. Um, and they're in a, like a nice spot. They've been going well. You don't want to disrupt anything, but also, you know, they, they do have, they could have an extra first round pick this year, most likely be next year. Um, they got a couple second rounders this year. Like they, they certainly have the, the non roster pieces that they can, they can use to, to add some, someone somewhere. Um, if they determine, I mean, their scoring is, not been great either, kind of like the Islanders with as far as their total goals scored. But um, yeah, like part of me wants to say bye, but I I, I think I'm gonna go with Lyle. I think they should they should sit because um, uh, they've they, I think enough guys are going overachieving this year that you just kind of want to keep that and see how far it rides. Uh, and wouldn't you say they've already bought anyway too, just really quickly because when they they traded Cutter Goche to Anaheim to bring in Jamie Drysdale, that was kind of a buy. Yeah, and also they, you know, they they also yeah. want to try and resign uh, Sean Walker as well if they can yeah. finagle that with the cap space either before the season or wait wait until the off season to do that. So I mean, they, they certainly there are pieces there. That there's like a good core there, and obviously things are clicking with um with, with Tortorella, and and you're getting decent goaltending considering the goalie of the future is no longer going to be probably playing hockey ever again uh but this urson kid is is come in and cal pearson's been you know he's he's a veteran presence there he's done it before um so yeah i think i think they sit uh johnny buy sell sit i'm going with buy and i'm gonna say it purely because daniel Pierre gets ahead of himself and thinks that go. they are in the playoffs right now and he wants to make a run in the playoffs now love it mark I would say buy, but just depth. Just go for those, you know, day late day two, no blockbuster deals. Just just pluck a third string right shooting defenseman or something. Hey, from he's not some a cap. Team. Yeah, I know. Come on, it's not it's not McPhee or McClellan. You know that, that I feel that, like that's the move that they'll make. 
Uh, of course, Josh Wegman agrees with you all and says sell. Uh, he said that if Briere wants to keep the team together, the Flyers either miss the playoffs or get out of the first round. He'd be kicking himself for not cashing in on the rentals at the deadline. That's why he'll lean towards sticking to the process and selling as tough as it may be. In an ideal world, Briere can acquire some controllable young players who can help now and in the future in exchange for his rentals. They say the, the Flyers don't want to sell their rentals? Yeah, though he or... wants to sell the, the walkers of the world. And the, uh... That's all they have. That's the only piece they have. Yeah, they, he Mark said so. Stahl, Nick Seeler, Igor Zamula. Zamula's an RFA, but Seeler, Mark Stahl, and Walker are the only UFAs on the roster. I mean, yeah. Walker's the only thing that's going to bring you anything. No one wants Mark Stahl. He's your co-worker. And they're talking about trying to move all, like, like uh, um, Scott Lawton's been mentioned too, but he's got two mm-hmm. years left on his contract, but he's been mentioned as a trade chip, but he's their glue guy. Right, yeah. I really don't think they want to move him they, unless they get like a crazy, stupid offer for the guy. Yeah. Uh, two more. One near and dear to your heart, Sean. The Pittsburgh Penguins by Celsius. I know that Kyle Dubas had his big his presser today and said basically that he's going to give the team a little bit more time, as little as it is less left before the trade deadline to figure things out and. Obviously, their biggest chip is Gensel, but he's going to be out until beyond the deadline. Um, this is tough because they're 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 fall so far. I mean, they're what eight points behind the the Red Wings. They have two games in hand, so they win those or they don't blow them like they did this past weekend. <laughs> it could be four, but I feel like I think he's in a he's in a tough spot because you consider the team, the market. You consider the 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 players on that team, specifically the big three. Um, you can't, unless they lose like every game for the next two weeks, I don't think you can sell. Cause uh, how's that going to go over with Sidney Crosby, Malkin and Latang? Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. Two years in a row. You guys have missed the playoffs. You guys have never experienced that in your careers, but two years in a row, you're, you're going to miss the playoffs and we're going to retool again next year when you guys are 37 to 38 years old and have, you know, one, one step closer to retirement. So I, I, I think they should stay, and I, I think they should try and re-sign Jake Ensel. I know I know Duba said he wants to try and get younger. Um, well, maybe he shouldn't have made that Eric Carlson trade, but yeah, that's here yeah. and here and over there. He did solve some other problems with that trade, getting some cap space off off the books. But yeah, you're tied into Carlson for the next millennium. Yeah, millennium. Um, but I I I think I think they stay. I, I think. They stay. I think they should stay, and then you could make some deals at the draft in the offseason, um, see what happens with Gensel, and just try and have a, a, a better summer. Because uh, yeah, so, I, so I saw someone, someone mentioned on Twitter the other day is you know, in the, the successful Penguins years in the past, there was always those random dudes, those Mark Bonks, who would come in, chip in 10, 15, 20 goals. You'd also have some guys coming through Wilkes-Barre through the system. Brian Russ, the Jake Gensels, the Connor Sherry's early on guys chipping. They don't have that anymore. Those guys are not coming through. The pipeline has been dry. You know, these all those first round picks they've traded in the past to get into the playoffs or make a run. That's all dried up and, and, and the pipelines is barren. They're starting to kind of refresh it, but that's going to take some time. And just the guys they brought in have just not really, not really done it. I mean, Riley Smith, I was really excited when they got Riley Smith just because of the success he had in, in Vegas, but he's just, just so up and down and so inconsistent and not been the score that they obviously expected. And, you know, we'll see what happens with this, uh, you know, this lottery ticket and yes, he pulled but we've seen his career and I'm not really 
waiting for him to break out anytime soon. Uh, Lyle, buy, sell, sit? Uh, they got to sell. Sell, sell. Okay, sell. reality is reality is slapping them in the face right now. Last year, you could justify it by saying it's a one-off. This year, come on. I mean, they've been trying. As I said earlier in the show, they say all the right things. We're not giving up on the season. We still believe, and we're trying. And I don't doubt that the try effort is that the effort is still there. They're still trying, but the legs are older now. Yep. There you got too much. There's too many guys in that team that have too much mileage on them. The only guy on there that the only old guy on that team who's still playing well is Crosby. Malkin's declined. Latang is declining. You could see it. You know, Carlson, we weren't expecting him to hit 100 points again this year, but holy crap is his production ever down on a team where you would have thought that he'd be cashing in big time, especially on the power play. It's not happening. You know, uh, Gensel's, like I said, yeah, he's in his prime, but he's also a pending UFA. And by the sounds of things, Dubas is willing to move him if he gets the right offer. So, you know, the difference here is if you if you stay or if you buy, you're just postponing the inevitable for another year. And what's going to happen next year? Same nonsense, only you're going to have less assets to use because you use them to buy. Right. Or even just to sit. You had passed up an opportunity to gain some assets and rebuild that and replenish that uh, that prospect pipeline. They got to start now. So sorry, Sid. Sorry. Sorry, Malkin. You know, sorry, Latang, But it's over. It's over. And, and, and keep in mind, they don't have a first round pick this year. Exactly. Traded away. Exactly. But I, my my case for keeping Gensel, at least keep him through deadline, try and resign him. And if you can't, so be it. I mean, he's been he's too valuable of a player. What they would get in a trade at the deadline before the deadline, I don't think that's an I don't think what they're not gonna get a crazy, crazy offer. I mean, he's no. a, like you said, he's a pending UFA, 29 years old. What they're gonna get for Jay Gensel, the odds of that ever amounting to anything. I don't think it is worth the deal, worth parting ways with him, even if you're not going to make the playoffs, right? I would say just, just keep on through that line, try and resign him. Hopefully, you know, try and get a, a decent deal for a guy who's going to be turning 30, um, a guy who's been a, a good scorer in the league. And if you don't let him walk, so so be you. You try it. I'd rather just not trade him for, you know, two prospects that are never going to make you know make it past the AHL and a um, a, a pick that. Is a crapshoot as well. You have a known quantity in Gensel. You certainly can use him uh, right now, and obviously in, in the future if you're able to resign him. It's just everywhere else you got if you get, you got to shape up the bottom six. Obviously the defensive side, the power play. Um, that that's that's my case for it. Uh, I gotta have to duck out here now, guys, because I gotta I got another show here. All in right, five Lyle. minutes. Wow. Is it so? Great. Yeah. It's it's the time wow. of year. It's the time Cheating of year, Sean. It's the it's the only it's the only time I'm popular. Oh, we know. This time of year. So, we know. We know. Yeah, Lyle. I gotta go. We get it, Lyle. Yeah. yeah. We know, See you guys. Thanks, Bye. buddy. Talk to you next week. Guys. There he goes. Abandoned ship. Uh, Lyle Richardson. Don't worry, boys. I would never leave you mid show for another show. <laughs> no, we know that. <laughs> you just leave us for like drunken <laughs> drunken baseball. Uh, yeah. That's fine. Drunken U twelve baseball. Exactly. Uh, Johnny, buy, sell, sit. Penguins. Um. I'm going to go sell, but only to open up enough cap space so that you can um, sign a player whose girlfriend really needs to see him play in Pittsburgh. That's true. That's, that's, true. All, that I, that's yeah. all I remember from right. the Armir Yockers uh, yeah. acceptance speech. Didn't even watch it. Traitor, turncoat, fucker. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if Mark was here, he'd say, I don't know, minus 150 on the trade deadline. <laughs> uh, uh, Judd. 
Sean Leahy's co-worker uh, said the extend and extend Gensel and buy. So no, buy, I don't know about buying, but I would extend. Gensel. <laughs> he said he said buy. buy. He don't said buy, and in parentheses it said Sean O'Leary Leahy said to do this. So I don't know. Last Sean Leahy says stay <laughs> and, and and resign Gensel. Sean, uh, <laughs> la- last team was the St. Louis Blues buy sell sit Sean Leahy. Man, they're such a weird team this year, aren't they? Yes, very much so. Like they're right there. They're right there, you but they're know, they're in the, it, they could be in the wrong the worst division to be in a wild card hunt too. Ex- exactly. I mean that division's been pretty brutal for the last bunch of years, and uh, man, I they have some they have some I don't know if you want to call them chips, but they have some UFAs that. Maybe other teams would want, uh, specifically like Oscar Sunquist, a good bottom line guy. Um, new head coach. They're in a playoff spot right now, but you know the Predators are there. Minnesota's there. It's it's almost like you're gonna buy or you're gonna stand back and make a playoffs, and then what? Like, how does this help the team in the future? Um, and a lot of those guys that are on the cup team obviously have moved on over the last several years. But you look at that blue line. I mean, most of that blue line is over 30. They're not getting any younger. Nope. Which is crazy to think that Colton Pareko is already like 30, 31 years right. old. Um, <laughs> well, when you mentioned Barzell's 26, I'm like, Jesus, really? Fuck. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's wild how time flies. Um, but it's also crazy. I mean, look, I mean, look Doug Armstrong has done this before. Mm-hmm. Where the Blues were, I don't know if they were in a playoff spot at the time or they were kind of in that bubble mix very close and they sold Shattenkirk. And I believe the next year is when they won the Cup, or maybe two years later. So he's obviously a guy who is pretty well versed in judging where his team, how his, what his team truly is. And if there's a possibility to add a piece where they can make a run, I think this is the kind of year where I wouldn't be shocked if he sells to retool for next year because you know they got a lot of big guys locked up long term you know Cairo Thomas you know the leaders are on this team guys are going to be there for the next bunch of years that you want there and you need to build around them as the older guys you know start aging out so i would say they they they'll sell uh Johnny buy sell sit St. Louis Blues I'm going sell all right Mark just because uh, just out of context, because I just came back, I, I will uh, I will say sell, although I'm not exactly sure how many pieces they have that are worth selling. Yeah. Uh, Wegman says sit. Just sit it out and then hope for the best. Write out the current group, as they are one to do. Uh, Sean, before you came on, we talked about the NHL to Houston and Tillman Fertitta. I, I saw stories about that today. Tillman Fertitta just all on the Houston Chronicle saying, we need hockey. Hockey will revitalize the downtown. I don't know if he said it like that in that cartoony of a voice, but we can only, so. we can only assume. He looks like a guy who would say it like that. He looks like... It's like a big 10-gallon hat and like two six-shooters. New Doug Dimodome is uh, Tillman Fertitta. Um, and like we mentioned, Houston, Cincinnati, Kansas City... Um, and then Atlanta and another place, Salt Lake City, all in play for expansion. Houston seems like the like the layup, right? Like of all those cities. Yeah, I've heard about Houston for like ten years now. Right. I mean, well, uh, I've heard about it more. But same thing with Kansas City. Because they've been there for longer. It's been there for much longer. Kansas City doesn't have the ownership apparently. 
because that building's been there for they've, a long time. They've never had the I ownership. remember when Mario Lemieux took his little steak dinner trip there and got a new deal at a new deal at Pittsburgh. That was like yeah. you know, almost 20 years ago, whatever, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Um, yeah. But I think, I think it's pretty clear that Utah, Salt Lake City, is going to be an NHL market. It just, I, I think a lot of what's going to happen depend on what the deal is with the Coyotes. Are they going to have to move? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it was the Utah guy who owns the Jazz. He didn't care whether it was an expansion team or um, a relocation. He just wants a team. Yeah. So, but obviously, if you're the NHL and the board of governors and the the, the owners, you want a little slice of that relo- you know um, expansion fee pie because the relocation fee I don't think is, is nearly as much. Um, it's like twenty six bucks. It's kind of weird. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And, and then it's a much cheaper pie. pie. Yeah. Yeah, much cheaper pie. Uh, no crust. No. Um, Uncrustable. But yeah. I mean, there's all these markets. I always, you know, there's always this stuff with Houston. I mean, Atlanta as well. It's like, yeah, you can go back to Atlanta for a third time. Oh yeah, okay. yes, yeah. They and I understand this. In the second time, was the ownership was just an absolute mess. Yeah. Um, but there are the Atlanta, the Atlanta firefighters. Yeah. <laughs> Utah time. is obviously set. They got ownership. They got really wants the team. They got they got a building. There's gonna maybe a new building there in time for the Olympics. Um, and then uh, Houston, the yeah, the guy who wants to own a team, they've got a building there. Um, that's kind of what you need. You you need that building. You need that stable ownership. You're gonna need some support from the business community. Um, and obviously, both are you know all those are have good history, hockey history, you know, as far as markets go. So it's just interesting that all of a sudden Houston's back in the mix. I guess maybe he was seeing all the uh, the Utah talk and kind of want to throw his hat in the ring. But I don't know. Doesn't it feel like we got enough teams? I think so. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, thirty-two. It's where Bill Gilly said, like, we're good. We're good at once they got the crack. Like, we're good at thirty-two. Well, we're, yeah, we're but the, and, but the thing is, is that Bill Daly's tinnitus, which sounds like cash registers, started to go off too. So it's like, oh, wait Ooh. a minute. Um, yeah, well, they saw that they saw the NCAA tournament keeps expanding and adding playing games. So they were like, sure. why don't we just add some playing just games? Add some more teams, guys. Yes, we have, why yes. not get more teams? Yeah. I, I can't imagine the NHL being the first North American or league to oh. expand past 32. They're that just seems ridiculous. They were the first one to go to Vegas, and look what happened now. Vegas is now a sports city because of the NHL. Yeah, yeah. it was they, smart of them they, to get they, into they Vegas first, too. Yeah. And, and let's be honest, Salt Lake, Salt Lake City is just soaking for a team. They're just yeah. sitting on top of each other, just mm-hmm. letting it ride there, just hoping someone kicks know. the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did I miss something? Oh, you don't know Bouncing that term. You don't down. know that terminology. Their fr- their friends are 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 really really pulling for them. I would I would Urban Dictionary that Sean uh, soaking. Oh then... boy, I'm I, I I might get some viruses. I don't know. Yeah, incognito tab. Obviously, that that's goes without oh, saying. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it goes on. without saying. Yeah, in this shell, it goes with. Not that use that in like an viruses, but it's not going to stay in your history. Hey, uh, why the fuck are they holding an All Star game in the same year as the Olympics? As, uh... Because they need money. Oh, no, you know why? Because they're going to do it. It's going to be an international theme. Oh. It's probably going to feature all the guys going over, mm-hmm. and that way they're in. They're in. You know, by right, they could just go from LaGuardia, take their air, take the flights right to Milan. <laughs> just, just shuttle, shuttle them out there. No, ser- seriously, it, it's, it's that's exactly why they're doing that. Because they're, they're all would have to fly east anyway to meet up, meet up with their teams or go individually. You got them right there. LaGuardia is like, what, 15 minutes away from the arena, 20 minutes, whatever it is, and, and, and they're gone. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what and they're doing. And they're gone. And also, again, listen, do you guys know who Rune Arledge is or yeah. was? Who? 
He, he, Runars was the producer for ABC. I think he helped create Monday Night Football. Okay. He was a very and, and worldwide sports and all that stuff back in the day, the Olympics. Yeah. He had a, a a saying that answers. He said the answer to all your questions is money. Mm, okay. There you go. Anytime the NHL or one of these leagues does something, it's all about money. Straight cash. Look homie. at these the shitty new MLB uniforms. Oh fuck. Guess how much money? Guess how much money they probably got from Fanatics and Nike. Oh, I love. Love Fanatics for that. Love Fanatics for producing it and just licensing the Nike name, and then Nike gets the heat too. Oh, yeah, nice see-through pants. Uh, how how the see-through, see-through pants? How and that one guy, Stanley Hamilton, who has his name that goes like past his numbers on both sides. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like a rainbow. So how bad is the uh, is the NHL jersey going to be next year? How see-through are we going to see this? That's exactly what I was thinking. Because look, think of the, think of all the extra fabric you got to use oh, in yeah. stitching uh-huh. for yeah. the logos, the names, the patches. Oh, if, not if, be, if nothing's changed, if nothing's yeah, if nothing's changed, it's going to be terrible. They're going to like jerseys you got from like your local pro shop, oh. which is ironed on from like the eighties. The, They're going to come out and be like, these jerseys are fifty percent lighter. They're going to be like and damn less. And 25% were peeling off last year. Yeah, exactly. And and they're going to be 50% more expensive. Suck our yep, dicks. We're course. fanatics. Um which by the way also I'm glad that the players association finally woke up and said, "Oh, wait a minute. What the fuck are we doing here?" Wait, well, they had no problem approving it cuz they're getting their cut. Right, exactly. They they already cashed the check, so I'm very surprised that That's they... the other thing I try and tell people. Like everything all the answers to your questions are, are money. Uh-huh. And any one of these rules you don't like or parts of the league that you don't like or whatever, the players association has to approve. They're the ones they all they give the they gave that second green that second thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you like the playoff format, guess who approved fifty percent of it? The PA. Yeah. And the league did the other part. Like it's the, they don't care. They get they're getting their money. You know, short uh-huh. short careers. They get they're getting as much of the money as they want. But in the end, look at all the Baseball players have been complaining about the uniforms for the last week. Like yeah. they, they look cheap, they're terrible. Well, guess what? The PA said, sure, let's go. And this is what happens. I saw I saw one post where Fanatics replied to the uh, Seattle Mariners that one of the, the, the numbers were uneven and they thought it was an actual retail buy. And they're like, hey, get let us get your information. We'll make that we'll fix the stitching for you. Like, well, I'm sure you know who he is. Uh, yeah. Mm, Blee. Uh, speaking of money, Mark, what's your parlay today? It it already went down. Oh, nice. And it was an EPL parlay. Oh, baby. No, Champions League. Well, it was both. Oh. It was, the Liverpool was a premier. Oh, right, right. Yeah, right, 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 right. And then the Arsenal game was was Champions League. So Liverpool pulled through. Uh, in whatever. Nobody, not that anybody on the soccer show cares what my legs on an EPL parlay were. But. Arsenal didn't even have a uh, a shot on goal, I believe. Yes, a they did target, not. Say. They did not. Yeah. Wow, and two and, uh, and four four plus total shots on target. Oof. Yeah. So they had zero, which is not greater than not four. Not ideal. <laughs> no. Not ideal. <laughs> no. Like I don't know. I don't know much about soccer, but that's not a good thing, right? Like No. Okay. It's no. not. I mean the Port, Porto is uh you know, I mean, you could technically win the game without taking a shot on goal. That's true. Philadelphia tried that last night. <laughs> so, uh, well, I think uh, there was a game a couple weeks ago in the English Premier League where a team went up one nothing without a shot on goal because there was an own goal. Uh-huh. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, that's what happened last night with Philadelphia. Philadelphia scored. Check out, look up the own goal they scored last night. A guy kicked it back to the goalie. It bounced right over his head wow. from midfield. Nice. Jesus. MLS. At its best. 
There you go. That's how they sell it. Uh, Stadium Series, crazy games there. Good times for the uh, New Jerseyans. Like I said, Lou Lamarillo took the fun out of it. Um, shocking. S- shocking enough. I think it went well. I think I it was think that, very well received. I think received. that did a good job. Yeah, all things considered. 150,000-plus people in two nights. That's, good. that's, a, good, uh, that's a good thing. But of course, you get look. I mean, it's it's about how it's set up, right? You got New York, you get Islanders, Rangers. That's going to sell out anyway. And you have Flyers, which is a big uh, fan base. Mm-hmm. Devils, home team. The Battle first of New Jersey. First, first, is that first? No, no. Second outdoor game. First as like the home team. The last time was in Yankee Stadium. But they were still so the you, home team. You, yeah, you're going to get the excitement out of it. And like you said, good games. It's going to help. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Battle of New Jersey. So now South Jersey has to root for the Devils. So that's a hell of a thing. That's what happens. Yeah, that's what happens when they Was play the Flyers. Was it like the Civil War of New Jersey? <laughs> yeah, essentially. They're, they're, they're like, now at South South Jersey, you can't cheer for the Flyers anymore. It's all Jersey. It is all Jersey now, and you got to get over it. And I mean, they did go all in with the Italian theme, though. That is true. For the, for the game. Tommy DeVito still making milk in those 15 minutes. Hey, listen, man. Whatever you can do. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Lin did that forever. So, I mean, you know, what can you do? That's true. What can you do? Lin's sanity. Same market, too. Yeah, exactly. They don't know shit about sports in New York. Um, they say they do. Oh, dummies. They say they oh, do. It's like, okay, gang, walk in here. Tommy DeVito. Patrick exactly Ewing. Exactly what I sound like. Huh? That's exactly what I sound <laughs> exactly. like. Exactly. Doing my Sean Leahy. I work for the score and Yahoo. I get two paychecks this way. Oh. I wish. That'd be nice. <laughs> about a bing. I'll take one job and two paychecks. How about that? <laughs> I'll take no jobs and two paychecks. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh... Sounds like Rick DiPietro. Say, oh. Hey, oh. Oh. Uh, so your boy, Yarmir Yager, got his number retired finally. Which seems like forever that they had that. Uh, well, you guys know the story. I mean, once he asked out, that frayed the relationship with the fan base. And obviously, going, I mean, I don't think it mattered when he went to the captions and the fact that he asked out. And then, but like, the, uh, you could see the, the, the rekindling of the fan base and Yager during um, Yager watch one, when mm-hmm. he came back and eventually joined the flyers, like there was excitement because he was still really, really good. And he was, you know, he was what 40 then with their late thirties. He was still amazing though. Um, but then even when he would come back against the penguins with the flyers, stars, Panthers, devils, Bruins. I mean, he would still get, Cheers. He's still a beloved player. And I actually, I don't know if I broke the story. I don't think I did, but I asked Mario Lemieux. The one time I asked Mario Lemieux a question during the um, the NHL 100 ceremony in L.A. during the All-Star game in 2017, I asked, could you see a day where Yager 68 is, is hanging next to yours? And he's like, absolutely. Like, he was very, like, he wasn't, like, just, like, kind of blowing smoke. He, he kind of seemed like wheels were in motion even back then as far as doing something down the line um and over the last i guess maybe year two years there i think he's the business president of business operations i'm kevin ackland he was well you could probably see him all throughout the ceremony he was supposed to like do putting in a lot of work as far as communicating with yager making you know trying to get him to agree to do this because i guess part of him probably didn't want to do it because he was still playing um but 
I think obviously he, you saw this whole weekend, the love from the fan base and he's still in Pittsburgh. I think he got there like Thursday or Friday ceremony was Sunday. He's been there. He's still there today. If he doesn't know which bridge to take to get the fuck out of town. Yeah. That's why. He's actually been waiting for a cab. He was at the game last night. He's waiting for a cab for three days. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. He's he's just been hanging out. It's been great. Like they keep showing like the two. They keep showing him on the jumbotron. He's getting cheers. So sure, why not? But is it because he's uh, he's just deking goalies in practice still? Yeah. Look, they could use him on the power play. Absolutely. Let's put him on the put him on the on the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they probably would have won last night if he would have played. Put him on sign him with PTL. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> a one day contract. Come on, baby. But it was cool. I mean, it just it was just. He obviously had a great speech, but obviously it was something that was long overdue, like like you said. Um, and it's just great to have him kind of <laughs> back in the fold, I guess. How, how would how great would that be for beginning? Like the lights go down in the arena, and one spotlight comes up on the Yager jersey, and then all of a sudden it starts coming down from the rafters. <laughs> like when they did with Mario, when Mario <laughs> yeah, retired, like skating out. <laughs> well, look, Yager did take warmups before the the uh, game the other night, yep. so he was in uniform. Just just you know, throw a helmet on. Let's go. Put him on the second line. Something over the bass. God. He's much better than Matthew Phillips, I'm sure. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't take Chris Beach 2.0. That long 2. tenured, uh, yeah. you know, He's that gag week. back and forth between the Penguins and the Caps. <laughs> what is this, the third or fourth back and forth? Because you had Rico Fada go back and forth a few times. You had uh, Kevin Chris Hatcher, Bork right? go back and forth a few times. Chris Beach. Chris Beach. Hatcher didn't go trade. back and forth. But yeah, but Beach also came back to the Caps on waivers right. and then went to the Penguins oh, no, on waivers. Right. right. Um. Yeah. No. I think those are the only three or four. Four point Connor Sherry. Uh. Did he go back to the Penguins? Oh no. He went to the Sabers. I think. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So unfortunately, he does not get that momentous occasion. Does not get that plaque in his office. Uh, also, I don't know if you guys saw it today. Do you remember? On, I think it was on Yager's Instagram. Do you remember in like 92, 93, he had that upper deck hockey card where he had the, the upper deck jacket. He's hanging on a stall like this. With yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. He actually went back to, I guess it was his house that he lived there. Maybe he still owns it or whatever. But he still had the jacket. And he tried it on. It still <laughs> fit. It was awesome. He didn't have the mullet, though. It sucked. But it was, it was a cool memory. Yeah. <laughs> That's the that's the he wild. He went thing. back to the house he used to live in and take it, took another picture. He just just walked yeah. in there. Wouldn't it be great if he did sell the house, but everybody just kept it the same, and he like walks up and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's still in the back. It's right where you left it. <laughs> still hanging. <clears throat> Guys, come on! It's just it's just like it used to be. <clears throat> trying to look up that card now. Oh, I found it. Beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of art. Um, some might, some people might Is call it one it. of the art cards. Uh, no, it's or... not. It's one of the. It's one of the ones. A lot of players had it. It was part of like the like Doug Gilmore. I know had one because he had his like. You love a jack one, right? Yeah. yeah. So this yep. is like the this little thing where they oh. just had him straight chilling. Just be like, damn, look at that. It's way to be. Got the Yofa in the background there too. Mm, magnifique. So, there you go. What the hell are those shoes? Though? What are those? Loafers, boat shoes. Oh, know. those are penny loafers, definitely. Oh man, yeah, class, all class. With his five hundred ones. Yeah, of course. All Dems, like that picture of Marty Straka. Hell yeah. Oh, boy. Hey, uh, what do you uh, what do you think about the defense that Morgan Riley put up and saying, "Hey, broken unwritten law. You can't do that." 
<laughs> so I cross-checked him in the head, and I do it again too. Uh. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, right? it's clearly premeditated. I mean, uh, he was obviously pissed off that he slap shot a puck in the goal. Which, by the way, can we talk about how how what snowflakes? Yeah, NHL oh, players have like, just the thinnest skin, the stupidest shit. Like, oh my god, he slapped he just like slap shot the puck into an empty net. Like, come on, like we all see guys just patch- guys do slap shots on, on shootouts. No yeah. no one's smacking dudes in heads with their stick. We see we've seen Patrick Stefan fail at a little lay in. You can't guarantee that it's gonna go in the net. You gotta hammer it home, baby. Yeah. Yeah, where where on the uh on the the wind is too far. Like if you do a little snapshot, is that okay? Or <laughs> if it goes if above like, the waist and you've gone too above far. Above the waist is too far. Yeah. One of these is days, that, they got to write out those unwritten rules. Finally, that's exactly that would what I was be just it. gonna say. They were uh, they were on the third tablet. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly the one that broke. It was thou shalt not cover your neighbor's wife, and thou shalt not slap shut above the waist in an empty net. Yes. So, oh well. Yeah, that is hilarious. I'm glad you brought that up, Sean, about how guys rip slap shots from between the dots. <laughs> Yeah. On a shootout when the goalie is actually in the yeah. net and guys don't bat an eye. I'm honestly surprised Morgan Riley didn't go after Evgeny Kuznetsov when he's going two two uh miles an hour on the uh Yeah, the, uh, right? Like just come out and cross check him. Funny. What if you just inserted Morgan Riley into like historical <laughs> moments now? Like cross checking people in the head. <laughs> or sub out Dale Hunter for Morgan Riley in that, <laughs> yeah, in exactly. that footage. In the Pierre Turgeon footage. Right? And then, then he doesn't get that That'd suspension. That's so good. Man, if only. Uh, but yeah, no, hockey players are soft in the grandest scheme of things. Ooh, unwritten laws. Bad as baseball. <laughs> oh, no, my <laughs> teammate got hit by a very legal, clearly, obviously legal hit. I got to go fight now exactly. and take myself off the ass for five minutes. Exactly. Come oh, on, gosh. Brian Reeves, I played two seconds a game. Make hockey violent again. Like, yeah. and, and look, if, if you want, if you want to go off the Ridley Gregg for that, five, three. if you want to go off the Ridley Gregg for that, you gonna cross check him in the head, go bump him and like just go talk trash for a second till you get broken up. You actually now you're out five games because of stupidity, absolute stupidity. Slash him in the legs. That's how I would have done it. That's what like if I was if I was Gary Bettman, I would have been like, no, you're dumb. Oh, I you're thought still suspended. I thought you were saying if you were Morgan Rylan, I was going to say you would not be able to reach his head. So I think we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I would have definitely slashed him in the leg, bite his fucking ankles. <laughs> I mean, if I could catch him, exactly. first of all. <laughs> well, he's out there celebrating. He'll be fine. <laughs> Somebody did write. Uh, maybe Morgan Riley should have been fined for his back check first. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. If you don't, if you don't like him, if you don't like him scoring an empty net, don't let him score in an empty net. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's not going to be able to afford that new controller to plug in. <laughs> uh, Zach Parise says this year is his last year. Congratulations to him. I don't know why this year or last year where, wasn't where his last year. Where is he year. playing? Uh, Colorado. Oh, all right. Yeah, he signed like a he signed like a one year deal, prorated. So, good for him, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the unions in D.C. and Virginia hate this move for the Capitals, and Ted Leonsis is dumbfounded why it's why no one likes it. So, gee, uh, my, my, maybe I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that you didn't take any questions from reporters about it. So I'm sure there's something shady that oh, he yeah, did not no, want to get out, some... which obviously we all knew. Yeah, but uh, good to see the Caps are going to stay where they are because it's a, a a nice area, especially for having an arena. 
And uh, now, they, if, look, if they want to fix things up, Teddy Ball Game is pretty rich enough. Sell some more of those AOL CDs, and you could probably afford a couple of new suites. Yeah. Upgrades. Sure. Well, the, the, well, the, the mayor of D.C. already said, already approved $600 million. So it's like, there's your money, Teddy. What are we doing, man? How's the tax bracket in Virginia, Mark? It sucks. All right. Well, that's probably... <laughs> <laughs> Short and concise. Yeah, exactly. like Financial Mark analyst Mark with a C. Tax critic. Yeah, yeah Mark. Time for like, <laughs> parlay for uh, the Bulgarian soccer league tonight. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in Bulgaria, it's the middle of the night, Sean. So come on. All right, let's here. tackle you know this. So we had a group text going on, and Sean <laughs> is utterly disgusted by the amount of parlays that Mark with a C is putting out there. I only share one a day. <laughs> Apparently, that's too many. Oh, I, think, I don't think legs. the issue was the parlay. I think the issue was that you, like, bet on Penn State Abington to win a <laughs> and I, Iona. Yeah. I still don't know what 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 Purdue Fort Wayne is. Is that is that the real Purdue? Is that where True no. Breeze went? There's no a separate one. That's a separate one. Oh my God! What are we doing? Like Maryland Eastern Shore is gonna beat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Could have beat Wisconsin or something. I don't no, know. Each, each week now, there's one, there's gonna be something from his background is gonna be disappeared because he has gonna have to sell it to afford, <laughs> afford the next parlay. Like that printer is gonna be gone by next week. I bet. Mm-hmm. That guitar oh. two weeks is gone. That cow's banner gone in like a month because he made fourteen bets on like NAIA softball. <laughs> <laughs> so here's I think this is this is the parlay that disgusted even though Mark won. <laughs> Even though Mark won, we'll say this: Mark did win this parlay, six leg parlay. Yeah, spent fifteen uh, bucks doing like thirty five. Uh, it was ten for thirty five. Thank uh, you very much. Hey, it doesn't matter how it met, It doesn't matter how many. It just matters how you get the win. Uh, Mark had Bo Horvat alternate shots. I don't know what that means. Adrian Kemp it means that the over under on shots was higher than that, and you can for for better odds you can pick a lower number. Gotcha. So Horvat was plus two on alternate shots. Adrian Kempe was two plus on alternate shots. Won that. Clayton Keller, two plus on alternate shots. All right, cool. First legs, they seem normal. Here's where the fuckery happens. Uh, he picked, uh, is this University of Northern Illinois? UNI? Yeah, over, yeah, UNI. Yeah, UNI yes, over right. Bradley on the money line. <laughs> Illinois State, this is all basketball, men's basketball, by the way. Illinois State, the money line over Evansville. And then uh, UAB... Money line over North Texas. I think this is where Sean Leahy's like, come on, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> Why are we picking D3 ball? I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. And the wild thing is that those basketball ones hit before all the hockey ones hit. So <laughs> Mark is on to something. That's for damn sure. Uh, where's the other one? Did you put? We'll only know that it's good when he starts giving us Hawaii. Oh yeah, here's 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 another one. Was... And starts betting WNBA. Now this seven this seven this seven pick parlay did very well. You had the odds boost, paid out uh forty five bucks, almost forty six bucks on a five dollar pick. Uh, Cornell over Harvard on the money line on men's basketball. Uh, Mount St Mary's over Ryder <laughs> on the on the spread <laughs> at plus five and a half. What kind of research are you doing in Mount St. Mary's? I, I, I don't do any research, writer. Sean. But, I don't do any research. But Mount St. Mary's. That's a problem. Yeah. That would be a problem if you're betting those kind of games. You're just relying on luck and the gods. <laughs> Mount St. Mary's was plus five and a half. They lost by only four. Mark hit that in a big way. Uh, he had Yale plus one over Pence, uh, Penn. So the Quakers lost to the Bulldogs outright. That was actually a, an outright win. 
Uh, then this one's odd. Pick Siena money or St. Peter's money line over Siena. I didn't even know St. Peter's had a basketball team. Yeah, they're pretty good actually. Oh, well. There was in the tournament. Uh, Nova minus four over Georgetown. Mark understands that Georgetown's terrible. Uh, <laughs> San Diego State over New Mexico on the money line. Big win there. And then Iona over Manhattan on plus, minus seven and a half. And what kind of scouting did you do in Iona? <laughs> you looking at some game film? <laughs> Again, I do it's zero Mark's research. Advanced analytics. I'm just good at this. It's Mark's work for. <laughs> that's famous last words. I'm just great at this. <laughs> Fucking picking Iona. I'm picking Iona. I'm picking Mount. Back in October. <laughs> picking Mount St. Mary's plus five and a half. I'm the guy. Next week he's gonna be wearing a potato sack on the show. That's all he got left. He's gonna be doing the show from his phone and his car. We're gonna be watching ESPN plus one, and Mark's gonna come on, and it's gonna be like a betting ad. That he put up, he's like, need picks. I'm the Tom Amansky of, of betting. Back to back to back to back parlays. Yeah, I'm, I'm no Des Bryant though. No, that was a big hit. That was a. Uh, <sighs> yeah, inside angry. information. At this rate, you're gonna be getting there betting that much. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Seventy-five grand. What what does what does entice? I need to know what entices you to pick Iona. An Iona and a Mount St. Mary's game. You saw Look, that. I, I, think like, I, did, eh. I think I told you guys this before. When they when they offer the boosts, I go in and I pick the odds that are between like minus four hundred and five hundred, and I pick the money lines on those, and then I'll pick another couple games, and based on what and uh, if it's a high Feel? if it's a, if it's a spread that is decent enough that I can. I can adjust it to. If neither school make has a logo work. present in the betting odd, he goes for it. Yeah, I, I, I'm essentially trusting the bookies here. Oh that Jesus! Make the odds. Fanduel's like this school's not even real. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Yeah, eventually it'll the bubble's gonna burst, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it as long as I can. All right. Sorry, this is the school from this is the school that Fresh Prince played on in, in uh, Fresh Prince Bel Air show. Yeah. Can't bet on this game. Sorry. Uh, Mark, uh, actually, I can probably look this one up. There's a game tomorrow that I think there's not enough points in the world for you to bet the underdog. It is uh, Wright State, uh, of course, the powerhouse of Wright State in the Horizon League, uh, against Detroit Mercy. Now, Detroit Mercy currently 1-27, Oof. whereas Wright State is 15-12. and 12. I'm gonna okay. see. If I can't find a, a a game. Yeah, what's the spread? I'm gonna try to find the spread. They might DraftKings might not even have this as a spread. They're probably saying, <laughs> "Come on." Even DraftKings <laughs> was like, "If you bet on this game, that's a red flag." Yeah, they're gonna lock, they're gonna lock your account. DraftKings, DraftKings is gonna start sending you texts like 888 gamble, man. Like, come on, you gotta you gotta help yourself. Help help me help you in this instance. Uh, give me, give me a spread. Give me a spread. Let's see, Gamecast. men's college basketball. Yeah, tomorrow you say tomorrow. Uh, uh it doesn't, doesn't. The matchup give me the... matchup predictor says ninety percent chance of win for Wright State, which okay. seems low against a one in twenty seven team. Well, I'm gonna guess those odds are probably gonna be like over minus a thousand. I so will. <laughs> that, that would that wouldn't be something I I would typically put money on because it's not worth it. You never know, man. Again, you never know. Wright State did uh did beat Detroit. Mer or sorry, Wright State beat Robert Morris, 101 to 71. So there you go. Um, 
Detroit Mercy is 0-3 in one possession games, just in case you guys needed to, to know that. <laughs> 0-3. But when they play on Thursdays. Yeah. They're 0-3. They're after after they're, Little Caesars binge on Wednesday night. They're 0-3 on that, but they're 1-27 overall, so obviously a lot of, lot of blowout games. Uh, you should just pick all Horizon games tomorrow. Wright State, pick uh, Robert Morris in Oakland, and then, uh, I don't know, who uh, Cleveland State in Northern Kentucky. So I think those okay. are the games. Those are the games He's for you. He's gonna be sitting in the corner of the rank at Black Bears games, <laughs> taking side bets from people on the game. <laughs> oh, see, uh, see, uh, does Tariq's son still play for the Bears? He sure right? does. He's got uh, over three and a half shots today. <laughs> Come on, who wants it? Who wants that action? Who wants that action? Give me some action. Hey. Oh God. He's probably looking at bets right now. Looking I'm sure he is. <laughs> I was looking to see <laughs> if there was another one that on. was worth sharing. He's betting like. <laughs> KHL games for tomorrow. I mean, there was a there was a boost that I took tonight to sit for a goal in the first ten minutes of the Oilers game, the Bruins Oilers game. Mm. So, you know, that was ten for twenty. Go we'll Rad- see if that happens. Radford and Gardner Reb in some uh, Big South action tomorrow. You can pick that game. So at Paul Porter Arena in Bowling Boiling Springs, North Carolina. That doesn't seem like a real city. You know what? Most Is North that- Carolina. Boiling Springs wasn't that wasn't that from Oregon Trail? Yeah, exactly. It's where you get the diphtheria. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it originated. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I think Mark's fine, Sean. I think we need to. I think I think he's doing great. He's winning. To be to be fair, I he only sends still... us one. A, he told us he only sends us one a day. That's fine. That I send mean... you the one a day. One said, a day. What about the rest? He sends that. I send you the one a day. <laughs> he sends that <laughs> lock of the day. week. He sends that lock of the evening. He's well, like, what about the ones that aren't locks of the week? Fuck, who cares? <laughs> Who cares? He gets the lockdown. That was the lock, man. I can't believe Arsenal dropped the ball. <laughs> well, <laughs> not even a shot on target. Well, yeah, they couldn't I pick am, it up in I the am, first though, place. I am still honestly. playing with uh, all like I'm. I'm still up like over five hundred dollars from oh, what I initially invested. Come so. on, Sean. He's doing great. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I can. House I can money. do at least a, a ten dollar bet for another like twelve months. Not oh. twelve months. That's not what the math is. But you know what I mean. <laughs> 12, Every day for another days. maybe two months. <laughs> For those 12 days, Without, I was uh, <laughs> a little off on that. Um, yeah, I was a little off on that one, too. He's going to be betting every single game in the NCAA tournament in a couple weeks. Oh, oh God. No. Please be that guy. I'm, I'm good with just making a bracket, man. Be that's, that, that's be that guy, much. Mark. Be that guy just bet all, all the early matchups and then all the late matchups. He's just like, ah, oh, this is this is the way to be. Mm-mm. See, this is when your Iona picks are going to come into play. You see, That's I, right. you know what? They're yeah. they are one and zero when I bet them against the spread. So I think we got. And you get up for the early games, and then oh. as you let that ride into the night games, you gotta you know catch up. See, this is when you're gonna think thing. way too much about your bracket. You got you got the gambling on four screens over there, and then you have your day trading on another three screens over here. You're doing the crypto bro dream, so you're just living life at that point, man. Guys gonna be wearing holy tidy whiteies by the by the Sweet Sixteen. And he better not wear Fanatics pants with that, because we're gonna see his hog. That's not gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that going. Maybe for that's us. the plan. Oh, full hog, full hog for the pop dog. Gotta love that. It's one way to get more viewers to watch baseball. Hell yeah, right. <laughs> Think about that. I mean, hell, if Brian Boyle was playing, boy, Sean Lakey would be oh. all up on that. <laughs> all up on that. After the show, I have to tell you a story about that. No, uh, it's not no, not like a new story. It's just a, 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 a thing I remembered after the last time we spoke. Oh, yeah, it's too horny for air. I understand. It is. Uh, what else? <laughs> what else is in the news, John Lee? What do you? What do you like, Yarmo? Kekla- Yarmo. How, how Kekla- are you going to segue for that? Uh, 
speaking of guys with big balls, the Blue Jackets uh, firing Yarmo Kekalainen before the deadline, giving John Davidson no leeway to sell anything. So, boy, good times. Why not 10 months ago I, when they fired Babcock, too? I'm, I'm curious, because I, I was surprised that Davidson didn't go as well. But I'm I my thought is they're keeping Davidson on to to kind of lead this search, and then once they get the new GM, then I think Davidson's gone in the summer. Yeah, because there just needs to be a change. Just the last couple of years has just been a mess, um, and it, it, we it's it's a good fan base there. They're they're a long star for a consistent playoff team we saw you know what that arena is like when they're in the playoffs and, and scaring the wits out of teams like the penguins a couple you know a couple of times and obviously the, the lightning that one year um but yeah there's been so much has gone wrong and and, and so many just bad decisions have been made that it's just they need to reset and, and just bring in some some new blood i mean uh, yarmo and, and jd been there a long time did a lot of good things considering the market and and, and their budget um, but it's time to kind of refresh things and, and set forward again uh, next year. Uh, just a sad state of affairs for a team that looked to do so much traction. We mentioned earlier their big sweep of the uh, Lightning and then brushing out the Maple Leafs in back-to-back playoffs. Great time for everybody involved. Then Johnny Goudreau's wife gets a job in Columbus. He signs there, and things go downhill from that. <laughs> so, I mean, All downhill. what can you do? What the fuck can you do? And your starting goalie isn't a starting goalie anymore. He wants to be traded. Obviously, Patrick Laine is going through some things. You know, you know, you wish the best for him, but he's not around anymore. And you know, that's that's what happens when some of your best players aren't don't play as your best players. And you know, we talked about last time. You know, putting Fan, was it Fantillion, moving him around positionally. Mm-hmm. You know, Ken Johnson is is kind of been slow in his development. So it's just. It's not a pretty picture there. Not a great time for development uh, and all that. So it's kind of wild because, you know, I keep forgetting that Jenny Goudreau is with the Blue Jackets. Um, so his performance has not been grand this year or last. It is what it is. You play for a shit team, you're going to have shit numbers, I suppose. Uh, what else is going on? What else you got on your mind there, Sean? What else is grinding your gears? I don't know. What else is going on? Oh man, we're just hanging out, just having a good time. We don't usually do two hour shows anymore. Well, Lyle, no. we talk about the talk about the Olympics. We talk about this uh, <sighs> this this four nations thing. That, We've that talked about the four nations thing. thing, where we we were dumbfounded that it's a thing. Um, I'm not because again, well, again, the saying money, yeah, cash rules everything around me. My my thing is like. There, yeah. Yeah. If if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, okay, whatever you're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. But you and you're not gonna include Russia, who well actually this is an NHL thing, so it wouldn't matter because Russia is probably Bang. not gonna be in the Olympics because WHF. But this is an, this is an NHL thing, so they, they could have had Russia if they wanted to. Obviously, that wouldn't have gone over well. Um, but this would be like a perfect event to bring back Team Europe and Team North America. Yes. Something we have no we Pasternak, have... no Andre Kopitar. Like, if all these guys from these countries that aren't Sweden or Finland, you're gonna leave out for whatever reason. No dry showcase them, right? Yeah. And Team North America, you you don't even ha- it doesn't have to be the same type of Team North America as the last time where all the under twenty three guys had to be on this team, like the Connor McDavid's and, and whatever. This under twenty three team could be if if, like, if Connor Bedard is good enough to make Team Canada, he plays for Team Canada. 
Everybody else can be on this Team North America under-23 team. So you still have these young, exciting players that maybe aren't good enough for the USA or or, or Canada or, or Finland or whatever, but they're still being able to be showcased against NHL opposition. And we saw how well it went over last time. But you're going to do this tournament. Like, what is it, it, it doesn't it, – what does it mean? It, it doesn't – it's not even the World Cup of Hockey. Like, I, the World Cup of Hockey at least means something. It's not the Olympics, but it still means something to these guys. And I, I, I don't know why they – also, too, I don't know why they – they if they want to do something, why are we doing the middle of the season? Do it in no, September like they did the last time. Here's what it is. I they're, know – They're giving know, unfair you, advantage If you just to. use NHL players, yeah. do it during camp. During, during during September, like right. I, to me, I think that it works the best as opposed to doing the middle of the season where some guys are going to get a week or two off, and other guys are going to have to play in these games and obviously risk injury and for the for the second half of the season. It just it, it doesn't make any sense. It, but of course it's the NHL, so of course that's that's why it doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, they want to give the the unfair advantage to the U.S. and Canadian teams and the Sweden and Finland teams. Fuck all y'all. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna let these. Yeah, but what does this mean to, to win this? It's not like Sean, you have these established Sean. tournaments: the Olympics, World Cup of Hockey, Canada Cup. Like these are there's history to those. My Brandon, grand- you know, World Cups only run twenty eight years. Yeah. Do that again, but like I said, do it in September. Listen, I got. Two, so you can actually have a real tournament. I got two grandfathers. One's my paternal grandfather. One is the my birth grandfather. They came over on a boat in Poland. When they reached Ellis Island, they're like, this is a, too long of a fucking name. We've got to shorten this. Then they said, think of the Four Nations Cup. That was back in the 30s. Wow. The Four Nations <laughs> Cup is almost 100 years of tradition yep. in my family yep. name. It's like the U.S. Open Cup. Exactly. They said, umlaut, 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 and that's all they cared about. So I don't want you besmirching the good name of the Four Nations Cup, especially when my family is present, when they had to change their name just like they changed the name of the World Cup to the Four Nations. They, they shortened your name to Wazaluski? Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? <laughs> Odd how that I mean, worked out. That. <laughs> it, it was it was Wazaluski Uzbekistan. I'm just like they. There were a lot more consonants. Yeah. <laughs> Silent like consonants. Six A's, couple I's. Um, Those are vowels, but yeah. Yep. Still. I'm Polish. Hey, I'm Polish. Right. Dun, dun, dun. He's a podcast not a math, not an English major. <laughs> not a math major either. <laughs> Don't worry about Mark it. Was gonna, Mark was going to bet how many more letters were coming out. <laughs> Seven and a half. <laughs> I got I got over under one and a half Z's. Uh, so no, we I mean we mentioned this last week, or I I mentioned this I guess last week about the the bringing back the under twenty threes. But I think, contrary to your point, the under twenty threes should be able to draft first. So they get the Conor Bedards, and they get all of the, the mm. top under-23 talent from North America. And then you have, the U.S. and Canada get to pick after that. Because yeah. otherwise, it's not going to... You have the old yeah, guard. There aren't enough guard. under-23 talent to, 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 to put a whole roster together to match the talent that the U.S. and Canada would have. Like you want, you want some parity there. Keep as it was. So Conor Bedard would have to play on the... Well, not have America. to. Right? No, no, if, no, because if, no. if they three, the teams team. could have players under 23 if they didn't get selected by the under 23 team. You don't think Connor Bedard's yeah, going to get selected you, by the under 23 team? You want to no, have but, a draft, uh, right, though? But have, you seen po- how, have you seen how Angel players perform drafts when they're not loaded? It's right. boring. It's just, yeah. it's just bad. Just oh, hot make a decision. Like, don't complicate the process. Yeah. Drafts are not fun, as you've seen. Yeah. 
Well, ever since we got blackballed. Uh, so no, that one. See, you don't have to televise it, though. That's the problem. The problem is they televise it. Well, but they thought, the, they thought it was revolutionary. You, you don't want to make these – what does it matter to these guys to do a draft? Like I said, this this isn't – you're not playing the Olympics. Sorry. Draft maybe, maybe draft was the wrong word. Under-23 team can assemble the roster first. Okay. And then the other countries or entities, right? You have Team Europe, Team USA, Team Canada get to fill their rosters afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I don't think there's enough Finnish NHLers these days. Well, there's too many. I don't know. I can't tell the Finns and Swedes apart. And frankly, let under-23 take players from Team Europe. Yeah. Just have an under-23 team. Yeah. F- straight away. Yeah, screw you, Europe. Uh, no, because are there enough Finnish and Swedish guys that... Oh, no, I'm, I'm scrapping no, Finland taking, and Sweden. He's taking Finland and Sweden I'm out. going Team USA, Team Canada, Team Europe, and then under-23. The true four nations. Like in my no. homeland of Poland. The true four nations. Right. And then if Todd was there, they are under 18. I mean, sorry. Over 18. <laughs> over 18, under 23. Do the World Cup of Hockey in September. There we go. Yeah, no. And include eight countries. Hold it in November. How many times over the years have we heard Donald Fear and Batman talk about this international calendar they want to set up? They want to do, you know, every two years, you get the Olympics, World Cup, Olympics, World Cup, whatever. There's even talk of some sort of Ryder Cup event. I don't know how that would have worked. I remember hearing that a bunch of years ago. Stroke play. That's where uh, alternate shots come in. Yeah, exactly. Best, <laughs> best ball. <laughs> yeah, best ball, whatever. But, like, it's not hard. Plan it out. You're already going to – you're committed to the Olympics for 2026, 2030. Boom. World Cup, 2028, 2032. Like it, it, it's 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 there for you. You don't need to it, you don't need to do this tournament next year. Like the buzz is it, it, to me, it's gonna be weird. Just it's it's gonna be weird because they're holding in Boston and Montreal, right? For the for the yeah. for the yeah yeah yeah. Isn't it weird that they're not doing it in Toronto? No, they've had too much. That, that doesn't matter. It's no, a big media market. I just found that weird. Yeah, it's, you know, you know what's weird? This tournament, like in general. So, why is that a surprise? They might as well be holding it in Chicago and, like, Saskatchewan. That'd be even better Yeah, choices. there is something to be said that our first reaction wasn't, wow, this will be fun to watch. Our first reaction was, this is shit. This How is can the... we possibly make this any better? This is the dumbest bullshit How could we of. possibly make this watchable? This is a du- I'm curious, too, like, this is going to take, like, a week, right? A week to 10 days, I think, the yeah. tournament? Yep. And they're flying. They're they flying overseas. That's going to justify risking those guys. And they're flying for... overseas for the European games. Yeah, exactly. Dumb. In the middle of the season, not yeah. like you know you're you're got guys on playoff teams, potential playoff teams. <clears throat> you yeah. know they're going to be hurt for several weeks after because you know you know it's going to happen. It happens all the time. Look at John Tavares. Yep. Look at Dominic Hasek years ago. It, it just happens. Yep. And the only reason they're doing this is because they're making money off it. But again. World Cup, September. I don't know. That's just me. I'm ready to go, man. Are we hitting a critical mass for international tournaments in hockey? Yes. World no, Juniors, World Cup of Hockey. It's there, you know, but you have different World players, championships. Though. World Championships. Olympics. Is, that, is the NIT. The problem is they don't they don't have a schedule. There's no there's no consistency. It's not like okay, every two years you know what's coming, you know what's gonna happen. It's you know, the World Cup was, what, 96, 04, 2016. 
Yep. <laughs> like you've had three yeah, tournaments perfect. in the span of what is that, twenty two years? Mm-hmm. When it, you can easily do it every four years or or whatever, every two years, whatever it is. It's just, I granted, I know COVID screwed up a lot of different things and a lot of plans, but it's not easy. It's not hard to me to to get something set up. Even even if the future of the Olympics with the participation is up in the air, right? Because they, they don't get paid, whatever, but obviously think it sounds like things are working that way where the NHL is going to get some image rights and things that they didn't get in the past, but you could still set up a World Cup of hockey every two years, every four years, whatever it is. That's that's always been there. That's an NHL-run thing. You control setting up that tournament, and the fact that they've had three in 22 years or whatever, 20 we 30 years almost in 2026, right? It's, it's ridiculous. And like everyone has said, how much think of the matches we missed with McDavid and Crosby and Austin Matthew, all these young guys by the time the Olympics rolls around with a true best on best, they're going to be in their late twenties, only get a chance to play in one or two of those potentially. Um, it's just, it's just wasted. It's just, it's just wasted. Yeah. Uh, hopefully party Marty Walsh will help uh, move this international thing along. Or just say fuck it all and just go to the Olympics and that's it. You guys have fun. Enjoy yourselves. And that's that. And that's that. Uh, any bag of fun, Sean Leahy? What's the bag of fun? I forget. Uh, it's just whatever random news we may have forgotten. Oh, I don't know. I don't think you guys cover it all. That's, yeah. that's why you're the best. We're, we're the, the anti-fanatics. We cover it all, Wait, baby. Can we? Can you say that again? And let's just clip that. You're the best of the best. Got there it. There we go. That's clean. <laughs> that was clean. Actually, you know what? Let's try it again. Say, I'm Sean Leahy of Yahoo Sports, and Face Off Hockey Show is the best of the best. In three. Hi, this is Sean Leahy of Yahoo Sports, and make sure you smash that like and subscribe button. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> That, uh, Today, we're going to be that. talking about the five expansion cities the NHL doesn't want to be in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and smash the like button. Here we go. And then some always, EDM music. Always right in front of, like, there's always, like, the, the, the highlight going on in the background, and their heads all wobbly like that do- the old Dr. Katz cartoon. <laughs> exactly. Like, it looks all weird. And then yes. the thumbnail's just this. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, my God. They're always surprised. Why are you so surprised? Exactly. You're the one who put it there. <laughs> yeah. You're exploding up this Mercedes-Benz. I don't know why you're so surprised by this. Like all the golf tip videos that I watch, it's always like, <laughs> you're trying to show me how to make my backswing better. Why are you surprised? I didn't think it worked. I'm surprised it worked. <laughs> surprised I didn't, I'm watching. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you got to raise it. Exactly. <laughs> all the good bits are coming out tonight, folks. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go to Immaculate Grid then. Here we are. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I didn't do it. The actual game shows. Yep. Uh, Florida Panthers, Predators, 1,000 plus points in a career up top on the Immaculate Grid. Hurricanes, Sharks, and Dallas Stars down the side. Of course, Immaculate Grid is the one we don't give two fucks about. But then, then that just prepares us for Pukduko, which is what we hold as religion, much like the Catholics hold the Fighting Irish as religion. Mark, we'll start with you. What do you got on this one? Uh, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but does wrong! UC Jokinen, oh, if does UC Jokinen work for the Stars and the Predators? No, he was he works for Panthers and Panthers Hurricanes, and Hurricanes. Right? I think, yeah. Okay, give me give me that one then. I think he was the right a, guy, think, wrong teams. I think he was a star he was a star well. too. Yeah, 
Yeah. We'll he go, was a star. I know that yeah, for sure. We'll go, we'll go Predators and uh, – or not Predators, Panthers and uh, – there we go. 3% for Panthers and Hurricanes. Johnny, what do you got? Who? Oh, um – As a reminder, we yeah. can use Hartford Whalers and Minnesota North Stars in this one too. These are a lot of good expansion teams right here. So it's a good expansion list. You're right. Um, who do we have here that could fit these roles? Let's do previous grids. That's nice. Oh darn it. Oh, okay. So Tim Thomas just came into my head because of the Panthers, but I don't think he played oh. for the Stars. Yeah, he did. Oh, yep. all right. I remembered him in those pads. Yep, those were the pads. Booyah, ah, 7%. There you go. Sean Leahy, what do you got for us? A thousand points, career. I mean, I, I guess it's going to be kind of chalky. Ron Francis, thousand points, and the uh, Hurricanes. That's fine. We go we go chalky on this one. We don't care. Forty it's forty percent. Who cares? It's fine. This one we don't care about. Mac of the grid don't yeah, care. Guys, I, I'm like Gordon Ramsay. I got standards. Oh okay. I thought you were just a yelling British man. Uh, Mark. Again, feel free to shoot me down, but uh, I'm Wrong. going oh. Predators, Hurricanes, Scott Walker. Yep, that works. Oh, there you go. Boom. Seven percent doesn't even need a picture. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Caps legend Scott Walker. Johnny, what do you got? Um, sharks nope. and a thousand points. Uh -huh. Um, and Joe Thornton. That's a good one. Thirty. Well, Jesus, that beard. Thirty-one percent. On I just that. wanted to see the picture. Really, could also use them for Panthers and Sharks too. Yeah, could have. Uh, Maybe that's the. There's another no, one for. Be the same. There's another one for Panthers and Sharks that I like too. But Sean Leahy, what do you got? Thousand points, career stars. I mean, Madonna's an obvious one, but I want to go like hardcore here. Oh shit. Dino Cicerelli. Uh, Cicerelli. You get a thousand. Yeah, he will. He would. Yeah, absolutely. Played he like eighty thousand years. Three percent. All right. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Yeah. I'm gonna guess what Scotty's Sharks and Florida Panthers one was. Okay. And, and if I'm wrong, Scotty, go ahead and you take it. All so right. I'm gonna go Sandus Ozelinch. It's not, but I like that one. I have Ed Belfour. Which one do you think would be funner? Uh, Belfour. <clears throat> I I forgot that Belfour played for the Sharks. Yeah, he played for like A two seconds, <clears throat> and then. Uh, so. We can always check the stats to see who. Oh yeah. Well, no, this doesn't fit. give it. This doesn't give percentage, unfortunately. Uh, let's go. Ahead. Let's go, Eddie Bell for two percent. <clears throat> Gotta like that. Uh, Mark, would you, any anybody? Open up. Open up the floor. Yeah. Ways. Open it up. Sharks, predators, predators, stars, <laughs> predators, predators, predators. Strong bad the predators are wound. There's a new. There's a new Homestar Runner uh, cartoon the other week, and I was it filled my life with joy. Ugh, I gotta go find it. Oh, that's good time. It's on the YouTube's now. Uh, anybody? Predators, sharks, predators, stars. Did Niskanen ever wind up on the Predators? No. Okay. No Flyers. Yeah, Flyers. Huh. I feel like there was a defenseman Block that shots. played for the Stars and the Predators recently. The Blackshots. Yes. <laughs> 
Hmm. Man, tough. this These one's tough. a tough one. These were not easy. I can't even think of anybody who played for the Sharks and Predators off the top of my head. Uh, uh, no, never mind. I was okay, gonna. All right. I was thinking of the guy that was married to Carrie Underwood for a while. Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher. Yeah. I think they're still married. Did yeah, he play like for the Sharks? They not he never anywhere? played for the Sharks. No, he just played for the Senators and Predators. Yeah, I I don't know. I it might be uh, of all the months that we've played this game. This could be the I feel worst like one. We've never had these two pairings. No, this this could be the worst one. Wow. God, man, a loss. Yeah, I can't Turco. What? No. Okay. I was going to say Turco for the bottom, but he never played for the Predators. No, he played for Boston. That's why he got those bright yellow pads. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Nothing well, eat. not a good warm-up. No, not a great one. I'm out. I can't think of anything. All yeah, right. I got nothing. All right, we'll give up. All right, that's fine. I do. 294 rarity score. 30, 27 and 33. Oh. And, and we can't fucking think of one? Mike Greer, maybe? Uh, let's see. Anderson, Benning, Scott Hannon, Benino, ah, Hannon, the other Cavs legend, Matt yeah. Irwin, the other Cavs Michael Granlin, Scott Nickel, Jed Ortmeyer, Joel Ward, another Cavs legend, another Cavs legend, Devin Dubnik, Wade Flaherty, of course. Okay, yeah, of course. Eh, I don't feel so bad about that one. So let's check the Stars and the uh, Predators. Um, Jason Arnott, Cavs Jason legend, Ar another Cavs oh, legend. Oh, of course, Deshane Fiddler, Eves. Ham, yeah, Ham Swiss. Yeah. Real deal, James Neal. Mm. Oh, Eric wow. Nystrom. Uh, Ribeiro, another Cavs legend. Yeah. John Radulov. Sue. Ryan Suter. Of course, Ryan Suter. Uh, oh, Dan Ellis, Escrow Dan. Ah, uh, and Anders Lindback. Oh, that's a shame. Elva. Yeah, well, that's the that tune. That was our warm-up. The tune-up, bitches. We now go to the Duco of Puck. Oh, Ryan fuck Suter. you. That's who it was. God. Who... No, I hate this. Jesus hate fucking this so Christ. All right. Two-plus teams played career. Under 1,000 games played career. 1,000-plus points career. Down the side, Art Ross winner, Conn Smythe winner, James uh, or Norris trophy winner. Uh, they don't yeah, have yeah. Who, said, who made this up because they don't want us to go with pitchforks. To figure this out, <laughs> don't bother flipping a coin. This is just, You're just like going all high. It's all high. It's all high. Yeah. If you can name any, if you can name anybody, trophy two t two teams played as Brent Burns. Brent Burns. I was gonna go with uh, like a Rob Blake, but yeah, that works too. Brent Burns. Booyah, three percent. Did Rob Blake win a Norse? Probably right. I mean, I well, he was so. in that time of Ray Bork. Yeah, and Lindstrom. And Ray Bork would have worked too. Yeah, Ray Bork would have worked too. Uh, Under a thousand games, Con Smythe winner. That's a tough one. Oh, oh, it's easy. Oh, Call Avalanche. Think Avalanche. Oh, so McCarr or McKinnon? Who won it that year? McCarr. Yeah, McCarr. Boom. There you go. Twenty percent. Still good. I like it. Johnny, you got any? Um, I'm thinking of through Con Smythe winners. I don't. I don't think. Go with the out. obvious. The obvious one. You played for two plus games. Two yes. plus teams. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know who it is. Who are you? Who's yeah, the obvious? I don't know the obvious one. Wayne Gretzky. Who? Uh. <laughs> Blues legend Wayne Gretzky. That's Saint, true. Former St. Louis Blues play. captain. There we go. With um, that, John, you want to go somewhere yeah. else? Can he go in any other what slot though? He could go he, Norris Trophy plus a thousand. He can go points. Art Ross. Clint Smith, right? Yeah. <laughs> Art Ross, Con Smythe played two plus teams. Con Smythe with a thousand points career. I mean, Yager could be in one of those two, right? Yager never. I don't Yager think he ever won a Con Smythe though, did he? We won an Art Ross though. Yeah, Art Ross. So maybe Gretzky goes in the Con Smythe and Yager goes in the Art Ross. Uh, are we talking thousand points? I mean, I'm good with that. Two teams. Or two teams, it could be either one, really. Mm. I mean, there's got to be other people that have a thousand points and want to consummate for an art roster. Right? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I, mean, I think the two teams won, and winning that is harder <clears throat> to think of. All right. So we'll go Gretzky for consummate and two teams. Kachow, four. Wow, four percent. Okay. Huh. And then Art Ross goes Sean's lover man. There we go. Twenty-two percent. Love of that. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Sean, what do you got? Sean, you got it's brainstorm. Sean, Sean, Sean. Under a thousand Art Ross winner. That's gonna be a tough one. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. McKinnon didn't win the Art Ross yet, right? I don't think so. No. Drysaddle. Yeah. Go 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 forward him. Twelve percent. Good. Norris a thousand. Uh, shit. At, did, did Adam Fox win it or was he a finalist? Oh, he won. He won. Yeah, give me Adam yeah, Fox. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Good Long Island boy. Good Long Island. Obviously, twenty-five percent. There we go. Now we got a thousand points career for Art Ross, Con Smythe, and Norris Trophy. So Norris Trophy thousand points. Nicholas Lidstrom. Anyone disagree? Or did, did he, he get a thousand, a thousand points? points? I mean, I would Lidstrom? hope so. I don't think so. He won know. forty-two Norris trophies. <laughs> but we could we could choose somebody else. I don't know. I'd I'd go with like a Bork. Probably there, but yeah. O- only know. one Bork, really. The other ones, I don't think so. Renee. One of the Bork. Borks. Just yeah, Renee Bork. 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 So we go Raymond Bork. Is that what the is that the general consensus? Either. I mean, I'm I I'm not sure about Lindstrom. To be quite honest with you, although I I, I want know. I want to believe, much like David Duchovny. I mean, I'm fine. But I'm not yeah, entirely go sure. Bork. Sean's uh, Johnny's fine. Raymond Bork, twenty six percent. It's probably it's probably only two guys who do it. All right, Smythe winner, thousand points. Art Ross winner, thousand points. Hmm. <laughs> It's this open table because yeah, open I'd table. probably go Crosby for Art Ross a thousand points. Mario Lemieux and Ovechkin. Yeah. Well, Crosby fits Art Ross. Ovechkin is yeah. Smythe. Lemieux fits. No, uh, didn't Kuznetsov win it that year? Or did yeah. Ovechkin? Ovechkin won it. Won it. Ovechkin oh, won it. That's right. There was a debate on. Uh, yeah, because Kuznetsov should have won it. Should have won it that year. <clears throat> All right, so we want to go Crosby, Art Ross, Ovechkin, Smythe. Sure. I mean, couldn't it be either one? 
Uh, yeah. For both? Yeah, probably. 18%. What's that doing? 9%. There we go. Good work, gentlemen. Oh, look at that confetti. All right. Not bad. Crosby could go all the there way. There you go. Around. Lidstrom was the was chalk that for was Norris chalk. in a thousand points. So we told you. So we got the underdog. Good. You know what? Congrats, Johnny. You did that. Paul Coffey also. Underdog. Paul Coffey and Al McGinnis. Brian Leach. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's the list. That's, That's the list. Yeah. Six guys. Um, under a thousand games and Con Smythe winner. Jonathan Marsha show. Marsha show. J.S. Jaguar, Timmy Thomas. A lot of goalies, obviously. Can't Quick hold. hasn't played a thousand games yet. No. No. Wait, hold on. Lemieux never played a thousand games. Nope. Nope. Like he had like over nine hundred, I believe. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Mike Bossy. Well, all that time you missed. Think about it. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Out Quick cold. only has 773 games. Yeah, he's not hitting a thousand. Wow. Yeah, he's not hitting a thousand. That that's got to be a, a result of the whole one A one B mentality now. I mean, he's been in the league forever. He should have easily yeah, been to a thousand. It's not like he came up when he was like 18, like like yeah. Flurry did. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Langway. Under a thousand. Langway never got to a no, thousand. No, I think he got to 998. He played for a million teams. No, he played for the Caps in the in the. Tabs, and that I was it. He played for two teams, but for <laughs> played a million for a million years. years. I think he got to nine ninety eight, and that was it. And Who the then... fuck is Tom Johnson? Tom Johnson nine ninety four. Yeah. He got to. He, uh, Habs. He's got a residency <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah, it's not unusual to play under a thousand games. Uh, oh, Tom Johnson played in the nineteen fifties for the Habs. Oh, there you go. Oh, see, Bobby the time Orr. Lyle bails on us. Yeah. He won the 1959 Norris Trophy and six Stanley Cups. Jesus. Fucking being, being a passenger on that team. Five of them were in a row. Of course. Being a passenger on those teams, my God. Gotta love that. Art Ross. Yeah, I've always wondered, like, just in sports in general, like, the media, the big four, like, who's the most random player that has the most titles? Adam Morrison. I know, like, huh? Adam Morrison. <laughs> no, not even close. I'm sure, that, like, like there's probably some random dude that was on all those Oilers teams or the Habs teams, that, you know, that no one's ever really heard of. That has got and, get, and then he ranks. he he probably like went to one of the other teams that won a Stanley Cup before the end of his career, so he has one extra one that everybody else does. <laughs> yeah. So oh, Mark Messier. Yeah, yeah right. it's like people forget that Brian Trotche won two extra cups with the Penguins like, when he was like older in his career too. Everyone always obviously remembers the Islanders, but. So how how far it. do we want to go, gentlemen, for most cup rings, rando cup rings? Because there's not a lot of names here that not many people know about. So what's the what's the, the most? most amount? Yeah. Most amount for cup rings is eleven. That's that, Beliveau, right? Andre Richard. Oh, Richard. Beliveau right. second with ten, tied with Ivan Cormier, then uh, Claude Provost and uh, uh, as nine at number four and. Maurice Richard, Red Well, Kelly. how about let's do like most modern. random guy within the last 40 years. Yeah, modern era. Since 1980. Well, 19, okay, 1980. Um, scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, not a lot of random names in the 70s. Uh, I mean, oh, here we go. Guys Randy, Randy Gregg for the Oilers. Dr. One, Randy Gregg? Dr. Randy Gregg, 1-5. Him and Charlie Huddy along for the ride on the defense of the Edmonton Oilers. 
He won them all with the Oilers, huh? Uh, yep, 83 through 88. So Wow. All with the Oilers. Same with Charlie Huddy before he went to uh, there. That's a Tikkanen. has five rings. But four he's with... not random, though. No, he's not that random. Tiki talk. Four with the uh, four with the Oilers and uh, one with the Rangers when the Oilers went to New York, relocated. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for that for that glorious year. Um, yeah, everyone else is like in the fifties, sixties. Um, Murray Wilson in the late seventies with Montreal. Uh, Rick Rick Chark Chartrall. Rick Chartrall, defenseman, got four rings with the Montreal Canadiens in the late 70s. Charcuterie. Doug Riseborough, four rings in the late 70s with the Canadiens. So, and then we get into the other other elites. But, yeah, those are actually – that's those are the most random. I would say is Charlie Huddy and uh, Dr. Randy Gregg, who uh, got Don Cherry in trouble with his mother when he uh, – <laughs> Talked about talk shit about Randy Gray being a doctor and didn't know what kind of doctor he was. He wouldn't go to him, and then Don Cherry's mom called him up and yelled at him. It's great times, <laughs> great times, great memories. Ah, all right. Well, that does our show. We have done it. That's a long. That's a long show. Fucking two hours. What the hell, what are we doing? Thanks, Lyle. Appreciate you bailing on us, getting us up early. I took a nap and I had to wake up in a panic. I'm like, ah, fuck! I, we got a show early today, so I panic, panic, made dinner, and then well, here we are. Uh, so shoutouts, Johnny P. What do you got? Um, I contractually obligated to thank Sean Leahy since he's here. I'll give a shout out to Sean Leahy. There we go. Um, I give a shout out to um maybe uh real bears. At the Black Bears games, now that we're dropping hints. Don't tease me. Um, for Sean Leahy appreciation night. There you go. Um, the pucks <laughs> are going to say Sean O'Leary, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Couldn't have any dead space. We had to put the O and the apostrophe in there. Well, they wanted to use, they wanted to double them up also in case they can use them for St. Patrick's Day. Right. Um. And uh, I will. I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, um, a parlay that is over six and a half. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, over six and a half parlay. <laughs> that you are... set up like, what parlay? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go uh, on. Gonna, what are you gonna? That uh, Mark's gonna send us a picture of at some point. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's at hours of sleep for John tonight. Over six and a half. I'll take that. <laughs> oh yeah. Take that <laughs> Mark's gonna bet twenty five bucks to win thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the odds on that are minus a thousand. That actually, <laughs> that's actually like minus a thousand. Yeah, for sure. Ah, uh, good times. So, what's the parlay? Good. What's your bet? No, <laughs> I was saying that you were gonna have. My bet was that you would give us a oh. parlay that was more than six. And six a half. legs. Oh, very meta bet. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Mark, parlay that into Mark's shutouts. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Sean's random beer of the week. What evil lurks? It's the same <laughs> random beer as last week. Uh, Sean, you want to know what cheese pairs best with this? Oh, Valdeon bacon? blue cheese. What kind of bacon can I get with that? 
it mm, doesn't say, but it does say roasted quail with parsnips is a great food. You think people yeah. that are drinking that kind of beer are also eating quails, parsnips, what a quail eggs, or whatever it is? Come on, you know what cigars they're smoking? Quail, quail eggs, or quail. Know your audience. Fratello quail. cigars, Toro. Mike Fratello. Fratello. <laughs> bull, bull cigars. From Night Court. Yes. Rest in and peace. then while you're enjoying your quail and your Valdeon blue cheese, <laughs> you're listening to Patriarchs of Evil by Verathron. Hell, the hell I am. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Sean's listening to Lana Del Rey, and that's all he needs to have. Yeah. All there right. you go. Nice. Good work. Good work, Mark. Shout out to you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna send a diss out to Winthrop oh, tonight. Fuck. God, they lost to Presbyterian. So <laughs> Presbyterian, he lost to a Catholic high school? They lost to a Catholic high school. Yeah, not even a college. Nope. They <laughs> lost to a religion. Yeah, they did lose to a whole, lose to a whole religion. Not the first time. No. Nope. <laughs> no, religion is uh, sort of undefeated. Thus far uh, I don't know. Let's, talk, let's go back to the Crusades and maybe see how that worked out. Oh wait, it did. That was just a war- that was a warm up <laughs> to Puck Duco. <laughs> it was the immaculate grid. What were the odds on the Spanish <laughs> the... Inquisition? You never expect the Spanish Inquisition, so we can't get those odds. Okay. Nobody saw that one coming. No. All right, I'm done. All right, Sean Leahy, your shout outs. Uh, shout out to Gamblers Anonymous, who I'm sure will be getting a call from Mark <laughs> in the next six months. Hey, they don't reach out to me. I gotta find out. <laughs> no, they're gonna they're gonna give me the first one they reach out to in, in their history. <laughs> they're gonna call other people. <laughs> they're gonna call you. The show. Like, you gotta get to this guy before he gets to us. When he gets to us, it's gonna be too late. Uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, not lying about having bears at hockey games. Like, let's let's if you're gonna talk about having bears at hockey, let's. Uh, all right, hold on. Cool, okay? With with hey, the, I mean, I brought it up. I told you. With the unveiling of the Ottawa Black Bears lacrosse team. Are you going to give them shit for not having real bears if they don't have real bears in their in their arena? Yeah, also because they stole a team from Long Island. Well, yeah, that's true. Not that anybody went to those games anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was say, did you help support them? No? All right, well. Concerning you know, Long Island has a pretty big lacrosse uh, culture here. Mm-hmm. Uh, did John Tavares' dad play on the team? <laughs> then move them to Ottawa? He, he played in the old league, but... He played against the New York Saints back in the day. I don't know if he played for them, but they played at the Coliseum, the old Coliseum. Um, I was just wondering if uh, people in Long or people on Long Island were burning other Tavares jerseys. Yes, they there might you be. Go. They're really on good. Long Island, not in Long Island. Yeah, on Long Island, you're in the ground. Around Long Island, you could be in the ground. Um, but yeah, if the, if the Black Bears don't, uh, the the Ottawa Black Bears don't have real bears. I mean. It's canon. Yeah. They're probably roaming around, whatever. <laughs> Especially if they're they're gonna be playing at the the center's rink, right? Yeah, way way the hell away from. Yeah, everything. there's nothing out around there, nah. so there's probably forests and bears traveling, you know, traversing through through there. I'm sure they'll no, come across think, one one day. I think they're more Dodge Journey people than Traverse. <laughs> probably, <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah. Car jokes. <laughs> The, the jokes are so bad, but they're so good. At the same time. Every it's week. just like way out in the stratosphere. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yep. Oh my yeah. god! I, mean, I, I need I need but, an escape. I need an escape from here. Yeah. I mean, it's I almost too escape, bad. Actually. Their arena isn't near a Geo Metro, though. No, that's true. No. That's very true. <laughs> We're just trying to ram all these jokes in, aren't we? <laughs> oh man. Ah. Oh. Here, Chrysler. Oh my God. Tesla. <laughs> oh, God. 
You're making me laugh so hard my Countach is hurting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> um, what anyway. Shout out to the trade deadline in a couple weeks, which is going to be terrible as always. Yeah. I looked at a like a, a list of tradable guys the other day, and I'm like, we're going to be getting so many roster projections for the Four Cup and Four Nations Cup and the Olympics <laughs> on TSN all day. It's going to be so bad. Absolutely. It's going to be so bad. James Duffy's they're going to be, they should bring back the llamas for this one. It's going to be I got terrible. It, I so. Bob McKenzie's going to retire, fully retire mid mid show because nothing's going on. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. All right, I'm going to thank uh, contractually obligation to thank Sean uh, Sean O'Leary. Appreciate him coming on the air. Sean Leahy also. It's called. I almost called Sean. I think Sean Sean O'Leary is just Sean Leahy and Sean O'Connor just teaming up to make an article for the score. Don't know why I said. That's article. why it's kind of outlandish, yeah. but also hockey related. Exactly worked out perfect. Uh, a diss to UMMS. They know what they did. That's something to t- tell you about after the show too. Um, also a diss to everyone needing a fucking. Uh, administrative assistant and like what are we doing need there are real jobs out there come on i'm not an administrative assistant kind of type i'm a youtube star damn it it's true not even that um and yeah shout out to a real bear shout out to mc i'm gonna be MCing on friday on on the team maryland game so i'll be doing that um mc hammer yeah exactly got the baggy pants and everything it's gonna be great Actually, going to be MC Scat Cat, and I'm going to bring Paul Abdul just drunkenly onto the ice. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, that's it. That's all. For Johnny P. Mark with a C, Sean Leary. <laughs> I'm just going to cut out the O. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Leary. Uh, Sean Leahy. Uh, he's a peach. He loves love, uh, love when he joins us. I'm Scotty Watts. Take care of yourself and someone else. It's been uh, Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast. Momsers.com. At FOHS Radio on everything. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun shit. And until next week, we'll talk to you then. Peace.